Hello and welcome to a very special E3 edition of the Ram Nintendo Podcast. Today's episode is episode 16, our E3 2012 blowout. I'm Jason. And I'm Jose. And we are mere, hour, mere hours ago, Nintendo uh, wrapped up their E3 2012 press conference, which followed their first round of Wii, news, uh, Wii U news on Sunday, and then more tomorrow, Wednesday, with the 3DS. But we figured we'd check in with what there's been announced so far, discuss the highs and lows, and there are some kind of lows, and, and plenty of highs. And yeah, just share our thoughts and discuss some of the cool news and the not-so-cool news. So I guess we should jump right in. Uh, the press conference is what's on everyone's mind, since it literally just happened. So, Jose, what was your takeaway? Um, I got the news I wanted about Pikmin 3. That's all I really cared about going into the conference, and... And they, and, they and, delivered it right in the first and, minute. Yeah, like, th- that's how it started. So that was really cool, and... But then that's kind By of the all way, I really spe- got speaking... It. Yeah, it was a weird conference. Speaking of the Pikmin thing, that intro with Miyamoto and his little Pikmin minions in his suit and how they were, like, in the audience, that was kind of cool. That, yeah. like, actually got me even more... Hyped than I expected. Like I, you know, they did. I'm like, oh, Pikmin three, of course. And I was like, okay, this is like really awesome. But yeah, I mean, nothing compared to like the. Yes, last year they opened with the an orchestra. The, yeah, the orchestra for. Yeah, Zelda and then it, when I went to the. Oh week, wait, actually, I'm surprised they didn't mention anything from Kirby's anniversary. Well, they already announced they're doing stuff, so they'll probably. Well, like, I don't in know. The past, they'll probably announce something later on. I just thought, like, oh, this is exactly okay. the game that are well, coming. Well, here's with the thing that was weird about Nintendo's press conference: is they made a point multiple times that they don't have time for everything, so they're being they're cherry picking what they're actually going to talk about, and that's why they did a Nintendo a special Nintendo Direct on Sunday, and that's why they're doing a 3DS press conference tomorrow. Is they were really selective about what they're talking about. The thing that struck me as strange at the press conference uh, was that they cherry picked the wrong things, almost. Like, I mean, it was... Well, first, uh, overall, I thought that the conference delivered... What they showed was good, and I liked what they showed, but I don't feel like they showed enough. They didn't really show... They basically showed, here's what's coming to Wii U day one, or, you know, this year. They didn't give any hint of what's to come. They didn't reveal anything we didn't already know. There were literally no surprises. Yeah, the whole... Well, Nintendo Land. We'll get to that. It's uh, the theme park minigame collection. That wasn't even a surprise in the sense of, like, an F-Zero or a Metroid or a Star Fox. Or, there were all these rumors going in. Nintendo was hyping it like crazy. And they showed us what we knew about. We know about New Super Mario Bros. Wii U. Although, at the time, it was called New Super Mario Bros. What was it? Me? New Super Mario Bros. Me? Yeah. The demo from last year. Uh, we knew about Pikmin 3. We've known that for years. We knew about even the cool Ubisoft stuff that was shown. Zombie U and... Uh, all that, and Batman, which from Warner Brothers, we knew about all that in advance. Zombie U we knew yesterday, which isn't really Nintendo's fault. And Batman was announced a year ago, and it's been played by the vast majority of gamers, so it's kind of odd that they spotlighted that. But even with its cool features. We're going to break down uh, in a few minutes our individual thoughts on each game, right? But, yeah, I guess overall I just thought... I thought the Wii unveiling in 2006 was a little more... had more oomph to it than the Wii U unveiling. Like, in, in 2006, they started with, like, a game montage. They did another game montage. They had Miyamo conducting a fake orchestra of game montages using a Wiimote. Like, it was, like, intense, like, rapid-fire game announcements. This, even though Nintendo's like, we have 23, 23 Wii U games, I don't think there was anything there that was, like, totally unexpected. Totally no, no, it different. took them over half an hour to show four of them. And then they did a, de- a reel of the others. Yeah. And it was funny because the reel was short. Like, when you do a sizzle reel of games, you expect, like, 20 games. They had, like, six in it, maybe? It was kind of weird. Yeah, like, the whole press conference, I was just, like, 
I don't know. I guess I, I just had the mentality like, oh, they're going to reveal something at the end. Yeah. I'm just waiting the whole yeah, time. Yeah, for... I was chatting with people on Twitter during it, and someone someone was saying that's like, oh, is that it? And I was like, no, they'll have one or two big things at the end. Okay, they had a big thing in their minds, which was Nintendo Land, but I don't know if that's exactly. I mean, E3's like for because the because we knew something was coming, kind of like that. We knew, yeah. like, we, we knew, knew there was going to be a me, like, yeah. like Battle Me and Find Me, Battle Me, Chase Me, Find Me. Yeah, like we knew, <laughs> all those demos from E3 2011 were given Nintendo skins. They are now Nintendo Land. Yeah, like we knew they were going to be in there in some way, shape, or form, and how they yeah. appeared on there, we wouldn't really care enough. As yeah, I don't think like, that should have been the thing to cap it off. What they should have done is done that, and then right afterwards, they're like, oh, by the way, here's Smash Bros. Like, and just show, like, ten seconds of footage, even. Like, right just when, some sort of bang to like, go out on. Right, um, right when they did announce um, Nintendo Land, the first thing that I saw was the little Triforce logo before I saw yeah. any of the other things. Yeah. And I saw the other thing, I'm like, oh, wow, is this, like, a new, like, tuning style Zelda for something? And it wasn't. <laughs> nope, it was not well, here's the, And here's the thing, I think Nintendo Land will actually be pretty decent, but you don't go out with that. I mean, they... I was saying they got out with a bang, and technically they did, because the geniuses at Nintendo are like, hey, let's go out with a virtual fireworks show from Nintendo Land. So they put fireworks on all the screens. So they did go out with a bang, literally, but um, they should have done something for the hardcore. Pikmin and Mario were great ways to start the press conference, but then it kind of fell apart. Sort yeah, of. I mean... Don't get, I, I just want to clarify, don't get it wrong, I'm not disappointed per se... I just feel like they had the opportunity to do so much more, and with the amount of hype they went, they had going into it, and the fact that they did Nintendo Direct on Sunday, it feels like they it feels like they're building to something. I, that I never... would say that does kind of disappointment. You were disappointed. I guess I was slightly disappointed. I guess I was slightly disappointed, but with, it's the, like... with the with the lack of surprises. new stuff, yeah, new stuff, yeah. Pikmin three though uh, looks great. They all, all all of it looks great actually, and of course they did a huge focus on casual games. Because I think they really wanted to demonstrate... Because last year, they are all like... The Wii U's for the hardcore. It has control sticks. It has buttons. It has... You know, it's a controller. It's not a motion stick. So that that was last year. And then this year, they're all like... Oh, no, no, no. We didn't forget the casual. Because they had Wii Fit U. They had Sing, which is a new game by Freestyle Games. The makers of DJ Hero. Where it's karaoke. And you use the... the uh, I guess the it's Wii more U like karaoke pad. than any other karaoke. Yeah, it's like karaoke where you hold the gamepad. The lyrics are displayed. And then behind you, there's all this crazy stuff going on. And... Presumably the other people that are hanging out with you will be into it and dancing along. Or so the trailer says. I don't think that will happen. You don't spontaneously see people clapping and dancing along to an avatar dancing while someone sings in front of it. Maybe that's how it is in karaoke bars. I mean, they I are guess, bars. I guess. Yeah, there's probably drinking. Yeah. yeah, I guess if you're drunk enough, you'll do it. But but anyway, we'll get to the uh, individual games in a bit. But first, I think we should probably touch on some of the very cool Wii U functionality they announced. Not today, but on Sunday in the Nintendo Direct which uh, Nintendo President Satoru Iwata, he hosted about half an hour of just nonstop info. Uh, they actually kicked it off with an interesting mission statement of sorts. If you recall, uh, do you remember with the Wii, the original Wii, how they were all about the blue ocean strategy, and they had to expand yeah. it to this empty, vast ocean of people that they could bring into the market? And, and make the hard- everybody play. And right, and the, har- yeah. really- and the hardcore gamers were in the red ocean, which is like already, like, you know, it's been... It's done with, it's over with, it's red. I'm presuming it's red because, if you're running with the metaphor, it's been, all the fishing's been done there. Yeah, it's the, the blue water's already pretty red now. Yeah, it is. So now they're, now they're going the other way. So what they're thinking, they're trying to go the other way, but they're still trying to justify it in like this broader marketing idea. So they actually reference a book called Alone Together, and their whole point with the Wii U and the tablet controller is, if you look at like the average family, everyone's sitting around the couch 
watching TV on their respective cell phones. I mean, I do that. When I'm watching TV, I'm, like, checking Twitter at the same time or whatever. Or, like, the press conference this morning. I was tweeting the whole time. So they're trying to say, like, you have all these people that are together in, as a family singing in the same room, but they're all on their own devices. So they're thinking that the Wii U will take the concept of you having your tablet or your smartphone while someone else is playing a video game and kind of bridge that gap and help people be together together and not alone together. No, no, no. It's, it's kind of a gimmick. I don't think it's going to fix If anything, it kind of made it worse, I think. How so? Well, think about it. One of the things that it that the Wii U was trying to avoid is, well, not avoid, helping the player avoid is like, oh, the TV's occupied, you can still play the Wii U. Yeah. So, let's say, Well, like, yeah, but they're not emphasizing that. No, That's no, there, but no, they're not. No, I know, not, I know, but like... I don't I, even think Mario, they didn't even mention it as a feature of Mario, even though I'm pretty sure it No, is. no, they did. Oh, they did, you're yeah. right. But it was an after. Oh, no, but yeah. I'm just saying, it just like as a thought, like, um, like, if someone's gonna watch, like, a sports game, and usually everyone watches it together, right. now, like, the kid... While they're watching the sports game, could still be on his device on the Wii U. Right, but I I think Nintendo's hoping the opposite, or at least that's how they're spinning it. They're hoping it'll be more like, if you're doing Wii Fit and someone's watching TV, you could do your Wii Fit right next to them. Instead of being in separate rooms, you guys get to hang out together, and you can still... And you're still... Yeah, you're doing your own thing, but it's not quite like in the smartphone world where there's one TV with a central thing you're all watching, but all of you are on separate devices. I think their logic is, there's one TV that all of you are invested in because you're using the Wii... The Wii U's tablet, the Wii U's controllers, or sorry, the Wii U's gamepad. That's the official name for the controller now, yeah. the gamepad. Well, so the Wii U gamepad and whatnot. I guess it also comes down to where they set to plug in the Wii U. Well, of course. I mean, it's, it's all just a marketing thing, the yeah. same way Blue, Blue Ocean strategy was. But it's worth, you know, I think it was worth mentioning. Especially because Alone Together is actually like a very topical, in the digital world, in like the world of the internet and tech news, it's actually very topical or very relevant right now. Because the the whole idea of convergence and whatnot, like uh, Xbox Smart Glass is trying to sort of address that as well. But we'll get to that way later. It's going to be a long show. <laughs> and I mean that in the best possible way. Um, but yeah, the controller, a couple changes they made that are definitely appreciated. Uh, sticks click, no longer circle pads. They're actual analog sticks you can press in for shooters. Much like PS3 and 360. Yeah, so now everything they could do, this could do. Yeah, this can do everything. And more. Yeah, it's like what we were saying in the episode, uh, episode 15 the other day on Sunday. We were saying uh, how basically all the third-party games of the fan versions are going to be the Wii U version because you have the normal controls, plus you have that touchscreen in the middle. And I feel like that actually holds true with some of the announcements today. If you look at, like, the new Batman or, uh, well, Scribblenauts is exclusive, but if you look at, like, the new Batman or Aliens or, yeah, actually Aliens and Batman are the best examples. Or, uh, you know, Batman, like, it really uses that touchscreen for various things like uh, the Batarang controls or, like, accessing menus or hacking. Same with uh, Aliens, the uh, the scanner is right there, it's like straight out of the movie. So that's stuff that you won't get on the other systems. So that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, we'll get we'll be just. I feel weird with thoughts. Like we'll talk about this later, but there's a lot to get through. So we're trying to keep a bit of a structure. Um, a couple other features of the controller and at near field near field communications NFC confirmed. The little square on the bottom left corner of the controller. You put stuff on it, it'll read it and put it in the game. Kind of like Skylanders. Definitely better than putting it on the screen itself. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like in that Rayman Legends leak trailer. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it would mess up the screen. It'd scratch it. So, Also, this is neat. It can work as a universal TV remote. The Wii U doesn't have to be on. There's a special TV button. You press it, a, t- an inter- a remote interface pops up. And you can program it to match any of your infrared remotes for your TV. And it'll work just like them. So that's actually kind of cool. Especially because the tablet's pretty big. They actually made it bigger. Like, the new version is slightly larger, has a slightly bigger screen, slightly bigger body, so it is going to take up a good chunk of the living room, oh. of your, like, remote area. So it's smart that they're making yeah, so it guess, an like, integrated remote. Just have it on the coffee table. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, and then you can put all your other remotes away because it can do everything. Yeah. And it also makes sense because uh, 
as they announced during the press conference, the Wii U is going to feature Hulu Plus, Netflix, YouTube, and Amazon Instant Video. All streaming services will, all those streaming services will be available and built in. So it makes sense that if it's like, do you want to watch TV or do you want to watch Hulu? Both of them can use the same controller. When they mean, I mean YouTube, one more, YouTube has its own app now, or I no? I think I think they mean. No, I think they're gonna integrate some sort of built-in YouTube app that makes it for like a good lean-back experience. Mm. Lean-back being you know where you have it on the TV and yeah. yeah. But um, one thing that came out today after the press conference, speaking of new controller, is it's gonna take two point five hours to charge the thing. The battery's gonna last for three to five hours, and the good news is it can be played while charging. So. I think it's going to be a battery hog, kind of like... It's actually basically the same battery stats as the 3DS, I think. Yeah. But, I mean, the difference is you're always next to your TV. You're always next to the plug or the dock or whatever it comes with. And if you and if it does die, they also announced the Wii U Pro Controller, which looks like an Xbox 360 controller with the buttons and the sticks switched. Yeah, after um, someone showed me this image of two nunchucks leaning on it's each other. It's two nunchucks, yeah. Now it just yeah. looks like two, lun- two nunchucks. Yeah, essentially. But it looks really comfortable. It's just weird that, like, the buttons are so low. Because it's basically the two sticks are up top. Like, picture an Xbox controller. And you have the two... Instead of where uh, the face buttons are, like, ABXY, the two the stick is there, the second stick, and then the buttons are where the that right stick normally is on the 360. So it, it's different, but I'm sure it'll be quite nice. And I think it uses a USB as a charger, if the image is any indication. So that's interesting. USB-based controller. Well, that'd be nice. Yeah. But, um, so even though the Nintendo Direct had all the hardware news, I think the biggest news out of that was what Nintendo's calling the Miiverse, which they finally get online. Finally. It's like full, integrated, online. But it's not like Xbox, it's not like PlayStation. Not even close. Not even close. It's, um, well, how would you describe it? It's like, it's... It's like a trimmed down version of home. Yeah, it's like, yeah, very trimmed down. It's like home. almost to the point where it's just a chat settings of home, but you still have a hub where random people come in there. Yeah, and it's like random so. Bas- basically, what happens is when you turn on your Wii U, your tablet controller will have normal menu or whatever. But what you'll see on the TV first thing is all these floating icons, and these icons represent different games. And the second the TV turns on, the, the, a stream of me's will rush in and pu- and crowd around each icon, and I'll show who's talking about the game, who's playing the game. And one of the things about Miiverse is you can post statuses. Whenever you get an achievement in a game, whenever you get stuck somewhere, you can basically pause the game by hitting the home button, write some sort of little Twitter-style status, and then post that as your Miiver- onto your Miiverse pro- profile. Your friends can see it. Other people play the game can see it. There are going to be bulletin boards where if you post, I'm stuck here, help me, there will be a whole list of people who have solutions or also are having the problem. And you can basically, It's basically like a bulletin board right within the game, almost, or within the Wii U itself. In each game whether the game itself has online play or not, can somehow integrate with the Miiverse and, you know, have this, let people chat with one another. And what I thought was interesting is for the, uh, for that home screen with all the flowing icons, which, by the way, has the awesome name of Miwarawara. Me, I can't say it. Miwarawara. yeah. It's, yeah, just say that whole name real quick as fast as you can. Miwarawara. Isn't that a great name? I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) It's, yeah, that's the name of the home interface, but it, uh, it's or the code name at least that will those me's on there are gonna be your friends friends of friends and anyone that may own the game and speak this that may own some of the games displayed and speak the same language as you so Nintendo's not only keeping your friends in your network but they're keeping people with similar game interests in your network which is kind of interesting um 
But yes, there's going to be the bulletin board, and then in-game, those messages can pop up as well. For example, New Super Mario Bros. Uh, Wii U, or New Super Mario Bros. U, not Wii U, New Super Mario Bros. U shows uh, on the world map, people will leave comments about individual levels, and be like, oh, I love the Yoshi on this level, or oh, d watch out for the blah 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 halfway through, or that sort of thing, and you can leave a comment, and if you get game over, there'll be people that got game over at the same place with comments, and it's a very cool way of making stuff social that wouldn't normally be social. Yeah, I could see myself just bombarding you with messages. Yeah, it's going to be super annoying. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be so annoying. Especially the fact <laughs> that you could like, just draw messages too, you don't have to type Yeah, it. oh yeah, that's another great thing is they took swap note and they basically built it in. Because uh, you use the tablet to write the messages with the keyboard naturally. But there's also a little notepad that you can write or draw or whatever. There's going to be so much inappropriate stuff on there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. can only imagine. Yep. But uh, the, the Miiverse, the, the thing is they... Um, they showed it off using this really campy video starring the non-specific action hero and his gamer pal. The action hero is just an action figure that this generic gamer was talking to like it was a real person. But the action hero is kind of taking on a life of its own on the web. It's already like a meme and people are petitioning for it in Smash Bros. and stuff. Uh, it's kind of it funny. Better not be in Smash Bros. It won't really, but it's just funny that it took on a life of its own. Yeah. But uh, one other thing about the Miiverse it, that's kind of cool is this go work across platforms. Uh, they're going to roll it out to 3DS. Obviously, but that won't be up. that won't be till after the Wii U launches. And then they're also gonna let you view it from a PC or from any mobile device. So you can get a stream of all your friends' updates wherever you are, and you can post from wherever you are, and you can do whatever from wherever you are. So Nintendo really, I think, is getting how online works now. It's pretty cool. They're going like above. They're doing more than I don't think. Can you do that with Xbox and PlayStation? Like check from your phone. Mm, I think Xbox. I, I think Xbox. You can check friend requests or something. But I wouldn't be surprised because I know they have the Xbox companion app. Yeah, yeah. But either know. either way, I think Nintendo's real. I think the Miiverse is very cool. The interface is definitely different. It's very Nintendo-fied compared to like you know PSN or Xbox Live. But it's a very cool concept if they do it right. I don't know how they like what exactly I mean by that. But if they if it all clicks as they're describing it should. It's going to be a very, very neat way of uh, interacting with fellow Nintendo fans. Did they actually say if, um, I mean, because that video showed this guy, like, talking to someone that I thought was his grandpa, but in the end... It, it, was, um, some, it was some gamer or some, like, yeah, that, traditional casual... Yeah, he was, like... They asked him to call him grandpa, but I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it was I mean some you older, talk to random people online. I don't know. Chat? It might actually be his grandpa. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, if, I'm not sure which way the joke went. But yeah, you can video chat with anyone on your friends list. And it will have a friends list. That's the thing. He went onto like a forum and it's just like, oh, oh right, this guy right. says that. Well, I maybe can you can't. Nintendo hasn't said. I mean, here's here's the thing. Shortly after this podcast goes up today, Nintendo's doing a developer round. Seriously, it's like nonstop news. Nintendo's doing a developer roundtable all about Miiverse, all about the Wii U and its online and whatnot. And they're going to show some of Nintendo Land's uh, Miiverse functionality. So when they get to that, or once they show that, hopefully it becomes more clear. And we'll obviously be talking all about that on our special Sunday episode, which is going to be this Sunday, the 10th, at its usual afternoon posting time. Hmm. But, yeah, it's... I, I don't know how exactly it's going to work. They're being kind of... They have so much stuff, they feel, that they're really spreading it across the next few days. So we'll, we'll know by the end of the week, I imagine. Hmm. Hopefully. But, but speaking of Nintendo Land, we might as well just jump right into that one. That's Nintendo... Nintendo's claiming... That at their press conference today, Nintendo claimed that Nintendo Land is going to be the, the the Wii Sports equivalent for Wii U. It's going to be the game that makes the Wii U controller make sense to people. It's going to be the game that makes the Wii U controller a must-have for people. It's going to be that, like, that game. Or at least it's the game they're hoping to do all that. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I don't know about that. 
It looks cool. Well, here's the premise. There are 12 mini-games, each of which are themed after a different Nintendo franchise. So far, they've announced five of them, I think. Does that sound about right? Yeah, Animal Crossing, Luigi's Mansion, Zelda... Some weird Yeah, here we go. Here we go. I, I just pulled up the list. Okay. So, so far, they've revealed Donkey Kong's Crash oh, yeah. Course, and that one. which is like a pachinko-looking thing where you're a cart driving through a pachinko machine, essentially. And um, the screen shows the full... This is one player only. The screen shows the full game, and you use the tablet, which only shows a zoomed-in view on the screen. And the other people around you are supposedly going to be like, you need to go here, now do this, now do that. I don't know how many people are going to do that, but that's one of the games. Second game is Luigi's Ghost Mansion, which is kind of like Pac-Man with a Luigi's Mansion twist. Like, replace the pellets with flashlight batteries. and Yeah, it actually looks really fun. It, it does it look looks fun. Thing as a ghost. Well, here's the problem. They spent like 10 minutes showing it at the press conference. At the press conference where they said they didn't have time to show everything, they grinded it to a halt by really going very in-depth with it. It does look fun, but I think they could have maybe not spent that much time on it, and they could have showed something else. I mean, they had a game called Project P100 from Platinum Games, the guys that did Bayonetta and Mad World. Um... The game's being made by the guy in charge of Okami, that awesome Zelda-esque game from Capcom, Capcom back in the day. They could have showed that. That would have appeased the hardcore a little more, maybe. But at least instead of instead they spent dancing. Well, they had to show that too because mainstream press was. Not I mean yet, but not that long ago. Yeah, well, like I think I was saying earlier, I think I said this. I don't remember, but they needed to show the opposite side, the 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 other side of the coin. They already showed the hardcore last year. Now they're like, hey, the Wii U will be casual too. Don't worry. So well. I think that's why they showed them. And really, We Fit You was just a trailer. Sing was just a trailer. They yeah. didn't really show anything. They did Just Dance 4, but that makes sense. Well, it's because definitely better than um, what Sony did. I mean, they... <laughs> they spent forever on Wonderbucks. Yeah, that took way yeah. too long. And they spent two minutes on the Vita, maybe. Poor Vita. I vaguely remember the Vita there. But, exactly. By the way, the other games that, uh, for Nintendo Land that they're showing are Animal Crossing Sweet Day, which, if you remember the Chase Me demo... It's kind of like that, where three characters run around using Wiimotes. Except one... it's reversed. No. No, it's the same. Not reversed. Oh, yeah, you're right. But three yeah, because characters... the other one was four people chasing one person. This one is it's three... one person controlling two people chasing four people. Yeah, that's weird. You how you, you were watching. You were telling me about the video. How's it? You have two sticks. Yeah, on the, obviously, we... you have two sticks on the Wii, uh, game, Wii U gamepad. Left analog, right analog. And each character is a different stick. Basically, well, and then, so wait, how's that work with the touchscreen? So when you no, you don't use the touchscreen. You just no, no, no. I mean, like the the tablet, the gamepad screen. How's that work? So as they What's go in well, opposite directions, yeah. does it zoom out more yeah, and more? Yeah, it's like Smash Brothers in that sense. Oh, so in a way, they almost are encouraging you to do that because you have a limited view on the tablet screen. Yeah, so you encourage they, to, like, they want you to go as far. They, they encourage as you to like okay. like trap people in corners and stuff, but right. No, no, I'm never actually. I don't know how hard it's to actually like control two people. Yeah, I was watching a video. Like, I was watching an impression. I was watching a Steven Totillo's video of it over at Kotaku, and yeah, he was he was doing it, but he was like, "This is so awkward." Like he said, it was cool, but it was like really weird. Um, the other two games they are showing at E3 are the Legend of Zelda Battle Quest. This one, um, one player has a gamepad and is an archer who shoots bows and arrows, and then the other players try and take. Wait, hold on. This is, I feel like I'm missing something here. Let me just make sure I got this right. So there's a player with a gamepad who's an archer who can aim and shoot arrows using the screen as a viewfinder. So they kind of showed something like that with uh, last year at E3 where they had the fake little sniping thing. They had like the Wii Zapper. The tablet was in the Wii, the gamepad was on the Wii Zapper yeah. and they were sniping Miyamoto. It's a shame though that like, but it's, it's the fact that we already did like really good archery. 
Yeah, so it's weird that we're now and now with motion plus with motion plus. Yeah, and now it's like like, you use the touch. It's like everything you do about archery, throw it out the window. Now you're just using. Now you're just well, no, but the thing is, you move the control around as a viewfinder. Oh. You hold the controller up to your face and you look around. So just don't it. pretend you're holding a bow. No, no, no. You're, you're holding yeah, it up. Yeah. You're, it's your viewfinder. That's right. Yeah. yeah, it's your scope for your archery. So there's it's one person doing bow. that. Yeah, there's one person doing that. And then there are three other people who have Wii Remote Pluses and use them as swords. I just want to make sure I got this right. And then the players... I see. I did get it right. I, okay, I had to pull out the fact sheet. Uh, yeah, one person person's an archer, three people have swords, and they're all fighting waves of enemies. That's it. It's co-op, not competitive. I oh. thought you were fighting the archer, and I was like, what? But yeah, so that one, the graphics actually look really cool. I was looking at some screenshots of it, and the thing with Nintendo Land is it keeps the, like, cute, not cutesy, but you know, the, like, charming Nintendo look, like the Wii Sports Resort look, the Wii Fit look. It kind of has that look, but yeah. more detailed. It reminds me a lot of Little, Little Big, Big Planet. Planet. Yeah, everything looks like... It has like that kind of by first graders. Kind it has of that like slapped together. You could see the nails connecting the pieces of wood yeah. feel, and you could see the paint on it, and that's which in a way which I, makes I sense. Know, I mean, it's a theme park. The whole premise of but, the game but is to go thing, though, like, I mean, theme it's park. Kind of, I mean, it looks cool, but also like when I picture a Nintendo theme park, I kind of picture like really well designed, well, like not slapped together looking things. I think. But then it would just look like a normal Nintendo game. They had to differentiate it. Well, I don't know. I mean, they could just have like different. I don't you know, mean, like a more sleek. More yeah, sleek, less, like... I mean, like, have the Ridley there next to the Zelda thing, next to the thing. Instead, it just looks like I'm going to an elementary school arts and crafts That's fair. true. Yeah, the Ridley. There's a giant Ridley in the hub of it, just to clarify I didn't even realize that was Ridley until, like... I realized about halfway through the camera pan, I'm like, oh, that's Ridley. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is that giant bird? Egg-shaped bird. But, <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Um, and the last game we didn't touch on for Nintendo Land is... Takamaru's Ninja Castle. If you remember the Throwing Star demo from E3 last year where you hold the tablet horizontal, um, perpendicular, not perpendicular. You hold the tablet so you make an L with your body, with your stomach. Yeah. You hold the tablet out in front of you and then you flick, uh, you flick Throwing Stars into pieces of wood. This is an evolution of that and this has probably the most like little big planet graphics of them all. Oh, yeah. Like it was super like Everything is like made of paper. Yeah, and uh, Takamaru, yes, it's not a real... It is a Nintendo game. No, it's not a major one. It was a Famicom title in the early days of Famicom in Japan only, so they're doing a throwback to that. Probably because they need a ninja and they don't have one. So like, oh, we'll just do... uh, Let's see what's in the archive. Oh, Takamaru, there we go. (laughs) So, but yeah, that's Nintendo Land. That's what they went out with. What's interesting about it is it's really just a mini-game collection like Wii Play. Or we party, or not we party. We play or we play motion, but they're holding it. The glue that piecing it all together is this central hub of Nintendo Land, which is a theme park, and they're revealing it later tonight. So we don't have any detail tonight being Tuesday. We don't have any details yet, but apparently that central hub of the theme park has something to do with Miiverse. And when they showed a teaser of it at the press conference, there were Mii's everywhere. Did you notice that? Like oh, yeah. they did like the camera sweep, and it's like it looked like PlayStation Home. Yeah. It was like just packed. Yeah, so I don't know, like if you could talk to these me's. I or... imagine you can. I imagine mm. it's like a living, breathing hub. But I, and then, we won't know for another. And then so they go, you could play with your friends too. So I'm like, oh, do you have to like wait for my friends to meet up there, and then we have to like walk through the door at the same time or something? But... Yeah, like who knows? And it, one thing I do want to point out is, thanks to Meverse, friend codes are a thing of the past. Nintendo's actively pulling in strangers now into the Meverse. They're having you interact with strangers. Yeah, but I mean, in some ways, a, a way of registering friends is still there. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, no, I'm just saying friend codes are gone. So like. 
if they're streamlining that, I imagine they're streamlining a lot of other things. I mean, that's ho- all I meant. I mean, hopefully, like once like, we get it, we don't have to type in like a friend code of one. No, I think we're going to have to do usernames. Oh. The the screenshots of Miiverse that they showed uh, during the Nintendo Direct seemed to imply that it was username based. Well, I mean, I mean it had names on. Well, it. I mean, that's how it is with everyone the 3DS. Everyone still needs their everyone still needs a friend code, but oh, after true. that point, like you never use it again. True. Well, I guess. And now you have. Hopefully, you we'll, hopefully by the time people are listening to this, the answer will be known. Or if not, yeah. we'll share on Sunday. And if there is, hopefully, they update the 3DS so that like maybe whatever username you have on there is someone you're stuck with or something. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's essentially Nintendo Play. Apparently, the main games are pretty good. One thing I've been reading a lot of is this is an issue with the Wii U itself. The controller, it doesn't have a pointer like the Wii Mote. So when the Wii Motion Plus, when you had to recalibrate, you could just point at screen and hit A. You had to do it in Wii Sports Resort. You had to do it in Zelda. Uh, for the motion, for the gamepad, for the Wii U gamepad, there is no, there's no pointer. You can't just point it at a sensor bar. So instead, you have to even whatever angle you're playing it, you have to just hold it horizontal in front of you and let it recalibrate. And apparently, you have to do this pretty often. Um, That's what a couple of journalists are saying. I guess that makes sense because I mean, that kind of happened to me a lot. Like when I was playing Skyward Sword, I mean, right. it's just getting that neutral position because if like if you press A and start the mini game when you're holding it up, it's gonna think you're holding it straight, like, yeah, horizontally, right. But, but yeah, apparently it was like in game they had to change it or something. I don't um, know. I, I need well, to reread well, see, that. Well, that's something like. There was that one person from, I think it was GameSpot, mm-hmm. that said that was, like, his biggest issue with Skyward Sword, and he, like... Right, and then you never had the... Or we yeah, never and had then there the were people issue. that, like, never had that issue whatsoever. Yeah. So it could just be, like, how anxious you are to just, like, press A, and then it's like, oh, it's already uncalibrated. I have to calibrate it again, because right. I couldn't... Right, right. Well, hopefully... I mean, the system's still six, five, six months out. It's confirmed for holiday this year, which is what it always was confirmed for. So I'm not sure how people are treating... Why well, tre- people are treating that as news, but, um... Hopefully by then they sort it out. And it will support, they announced it will support two uh, gamepads. You can have two gamepads simultaneously, two tablet controllers simultaneously playing with a catch. They didn't say this during the press conference, but Nintendo Japan tweeted that uh, 30 frames per second. If you The second you connect the second gamepad, the frame rate on both of them drops to 30. So you can un- you could deconnect it, or disconnect it, sorry, at any time, and your frame rate will go back up. But when they're both connected, it's 30. Yeah, I mean, so that's I mean that's not horrible, but like for Mario Kart, that can make a difference. That can make or break it because Mario Kart, it runs at smooth sixty frames per second for a reason. Like if it drops to thirty, you know, those split seconds something can happen. There could be an item that's thrown at you or something. Oh yeah, well I mean, so, it's that, not the end of the world, but it is going to be a noticeable difference. Yeah, yeah, it just won't feel as silky smooth. But I mean, you have to keep on like thirty frames per second still isn't that slow. Oh no no no, lots of games are thirty frames per second. It's just kind of. Not surprising, because, you know, it takes a lot of power to basically run a Wii U game and two of those tablets. Game pads, whatever. But it's definitely going to be, um, you know, it's going to be noticeable if you're used to playing, say, New Super Mario Bros. Uh, U by yourself. Another person comes in and suddenly, it, well, that one might not support two tablets, but you get my point. You know, you play, you're playing, then all of a sudden someone comes in and it, like, drops. Yeah. You'll notice it more, because you're used to one way and not the other. That's yeah. true. It's like and when you're playing with 3D and then turn it off and then all of a sudden it's so smooth. Exactly. Also, interestingly, even though it supports two tablets, Nintendo made a point that today they're focusing, or today at E3, they're only focusing on one tablet experiences, one gamepad experiences. They're focusing on what they're calling, and I called this on Twitter and I seem to be spot on, a, uh, asymmetric gameplay. It's the buzzword of the Wii U. It's, it seems to be the buzzword of E3. Basically, it's where instead of everyone having the same experience with multiplayer, there's the one person with the tablet who does something different. Whether it's co-op or competitive, they're standing out in some way. 
by doing something different, and yeah, that's the whole concept of the Wii U's multiplayer experience, is that you have this uh, asymmetric gameplay. I hope they don't force this asymmetric gameplay on Smash Brothers, unless that's what they're gonna oh, they will. do to make it different. They will. It'll be an option, won't be required. It'll be just like how, like, Pikmin 3, which actually we should start... They control what items get It'll be just... on the field. <laughs> well, that's... <laughs> With Pikmin 3, it's like, they're giving options. Like, you can either use the gamepad, the Wii U gamepad, or you can use a Wiimote nunchuck. With so, the gamepad on the side. Just right. Just, like, for reference. Right. But speaking of... And the reason I bring up Pikmin... Whoops, I just... might have just hit the microphone. The reason I'm bringing up uh, Pikmin 3 specifically is because that... That might have been the best... The standout thing for me at the press conference. I'm, I love Pikmin 2. Pikmin 1's great as well, but I really love Pikmin 2. And Pikmin 3 is the first ga- new game in eight years. So... You know, it's been a while. And... Um, I Pikmin 3, they, they literally kicked off the press conference with it, and it looks cool. The graphics look really good. HD. Nice HD graphics. It is a nice looking game. The water looks particularly good. Weren't, weren't you, you were telling me earlier that something about the Pikmin themselves was bothering you. The rock Pikmin? They don't seem... They don't they, seem Pikmin-y enough? No, I guess they, they're staring at them long enough they did, but they don't seem to have, like, a real purpose. It's like... Well, we saw 45 seconds of gameplay. I mean, what can you expect? <laughs> no, well, that's the thing. Like, all they were used for is just like, oh, they're your heavy Pikmin that you could use to break heavy walls. Or that's what jump. purple Pikmin were. Exactly. Wait, and Reggie's a purple Pikmin, according to Reggie. No, no well, I mean, it just seems so like... So it's not... I don't think they ditched the purple Pikmin, which means there's now two heavy Pikmin. I mean, the rock ones must have a special feature. I mean, what I'm guessing is just like this is just like my guess, but based on how they're being thrown, I'm thinking they can't grab onto enemies like Purple Pikmin can. Right. But I don't know. I mean, even then, like Purple Pikmin just seemed better because like when they landed on enemies, they would daze them, and right. these don't seem to do. There's that. also flying Pikmin. But were... Did you see that at the very end of the trailer? Yeah, they but... showed a quick flying Pikmin. Oh, and then it's like, is the poison pigment going to return? Well, there's so many things we don't know. Yeah, we know it, very well. The trailer only brought up way more questions. Like, yeah, actually, so what we do know... Like, is there multiplayer co-op? That, there... I was about to say, I'm looking at the official, from Nintendo's press site, I raided their press site the second the conference ended, and from their press site, Pikmin 3 is listed as only supporting one player right now. Uh-oh. Here's what's weird. The story goes like this. Olimar goes missing, somehow. Olimar, we don't know the story exactly, but Olimar's not there, and there are four brand new characters. I guess Louie's not there either, following that logic. Well, he probably became a show. So if there are four characters, which makes sense for a game that could support four players, why is only one player listed? I have a feeling they're just not ready to announce multiplayer yet. I think it'll support it. But um, what we do know, for sure, is that the game lets you use either the Wii Remote Plus and a nunchuck to play, and you use the Wii Remote Plus as a pointer, much like in New Play Control Pikmin 2, which is actually coming out here in the States this month as a Nintendo Select title. It's been out in Europe and Japan for years. On the This is on the Wii. Uh, but yeah, so for Wii U Pikmin 3, Wiimote or, and Nunchuck, and then you have, as you mentioned, the tablet, the uh, gamepad sitting on the side. Just there as a map. And you can scroll the map with your fingers and whatnot, but it's literally just there as a map. It has a... Nintendo claims it has an overhead map and radar so you can track your Pikmin movement in real time. And uh, they say you can easily switch between areas by flicking your finger, but they don't say anything about if you can command Pikmin that are far away using the touchscreen. Ideally, I, I think, think it, I think it only flips between your commanders. I mean, you can only control Pikmin through the commanders. No, the I captain, know, so. I know, but I'm wondering if like, because so you like, know how you can whistle for them. Yeah, but I guess you have to be within a certain range. Yeah, but, yeah, but that's the thing. That's the thing, though. Like, if none of the captains are commander captains, whatever, captains. are near the Pikmin, 
You can't just whistle to the Pikmin because there's no one there for them to go to. Good point. So I guess it's just a good way to make sure that your Pikmin that are off building a bridge are still like, building the like bridge. The That's o- the thing. That, by the way, they can build bridges now. No, they, they always could. They could? I don't remember that. Yeah, well, they unrolled them or built them. Oh, well, they now were they were putting there. shingles down well, in the trailer. That's the thing. Now they're shingles. Oh, well, or and, rock. And, and, pebbles, not shingles. Well, shingles is a roof. <laughs> well, what it, well, what it looked like, though, um, is that before all the materials for the bridge were already there, and they were just, like, whack at it until the bridge was formed. This time they actually... It's not like, maybe they have to go scout out and look for little rocks and make... Yeah, it. that I could see the, the uh, gamepad map being very helpful for, because you can just... You know, you could be building whatever and have your other, and then just check the map, quickly scroll around with your finger and see what the other Pikmin are doing around the level. Yeah, there seems to be a lot of crystal slash glass everywhere, too. Yeah, well, because it looks good in HD. Speaking of looking good in HD, uh, Miyamoto, Shigeru Miyamoto, Pikmin's creator, Mario's creator, yada yada, he he specifically pointed out that thanks to the graphics, the Pikmin have fancier animations, they seem to be a little more individualized in their animations, like the Pikmin actually look like they're thwacking things with their little antennas when they're thwacking things, like... It's not... I mean... The, the, the animations are a lot oh. fancier and cleaner. I mean, I always thought they were nice, but I yeah, guess... Yeah, they were nice, this... but they're saying that they can do so much more with the HD. Yeah. Yeah. You still have only 100, though. They didn't up that. Probably because it would have been kind of hard to manage. Yeah, but, and um, even then, like, I mean, the core mechanic of the game... Yeah. Also, me. zooming in and out. You can apparently zoom in much closer and zoom out much easier, because with HD, it will scale quick Or with the graphic power, well, I mean, it will scale much quicker. You can zoom quicker. in pretty close in the other ones, right, like, right. right behind you. Well, I'm, that's just what Nintendo... Oh. Nintendo's saying, the greater processing and HD capabilities of the Wii U console are put to extensive use, resulting in more intricately designed worlds, enhanced ant-like movement for the Pikmin, and precisely detailed overhead views. So yeah, basically they're saying it's going to be smoother, it's going to be better, it's going to be... Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess if any game besides Zelda needed an HD lift, it'd definitely be Pikmin. Yeah. And it finally is getting it. Indeed. And a couple other interesting features. Um, it's going to have, obviously, it'll have the same camp- uh, story mode, much like the others. It's also going to have uh, mission modes that let you try and get certain types of treasure, certain amounts of treasure, and a certain amount of time. And it's going to have uh, a weird feature. They must be integrating this with Miiverse and just not saying it yet. You're going to have a replay feature that lets you review your previous stage on the gamepad or the TV. And you can fast forward, rewind, or pause to look for branching paths and stuff. So that's a great way to build strategy, but if you already beat it, why would you necessarily do that? Unless you're looking for secrets, but even then, how, often, it, how well, often are you going to do that? Well, I guess only if you're speedrunning. Right, so I'm thinking maybe this ties into... They haven't said, this is my speculation, maybe it ties into Miiverse... And maybe you can upload those videos somehow. Or take a screenshot where you find a branching path, put it on the bulletin board-like thing for the game, and then when the level starts up, you can enable the option to have comments. Because like like I mentioned earlier, Miiverse, you can have comments within the game, like on the Mario World map. So maybe with Pikmin, when the level's loading, the con- you can enable it so comments pop up with hints from other players with screenshots of those replays. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. I, did I want... I might be remembering wrong. Did I want to say you could share screenshots? Yeah, he did. That was on there. I just figured out Nintendo's secret. Or, well, it's not a secret then, but I just figured out the point of the replay, I guess. Yeah. So, Pikmin 3, I'm super excited, and the awesome news, it's a launch window title, so it should be coming this year. Hmm. So, that's Pikmin 3. Too in a nutshell. Games. And that was a good way to kick off the press conference, but I'm starting to think maybe they should have saved it for the end. I, I mean, so. it ended with Nintendo Land. It could have ended with Pikmin 3 and it would have gotten a better reaction. Yeah. Actually, I think that would, that would have been better. Or because, even Mario U. Well, well no. What well, they should have done is Mario U was the second announcement, so we're about to get to that. What's the thing? Because like, Pikmin 3 was the thing I was looking most forward to, even more so than 
the mystery unrevealed games, which haven't even happened. Exactly, <laughs> which turned out not to happen. So like, so giving me like what I wanted right away, I was like, oh, this is so awesome. And then once it's over, it's like, well, I don't really care about everything else. Right, I guess I'll right. just see you what happens. You got what you wanted. But yeah, the next like, oh, everything else is okay. ideally what they should have done is kicked off with Mario Wii U, New Super Mario U, and then jump to Pikmin three, move Pikmin three to the end, and do Nintendo Land in the middle. I think that would be much better pacing, but I'm not the Nintendo marketing team, so. But yeah, speaking of new Super Mario Bros. U, it's a brand new Mario side scroller that comes out three months after another brand new Mario side scroller for the 3DS, Super Mario, uh, New Super Mario Bros. Two. I think this is the closest we've ever had Mario games together. I think. I don't think we've well, ever had them three months apart. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Oh. Like, I mean, we were uh, there's an Iwata asks, which is where he interviews the developers on Nintendo's website, and they were making a point of there's only a new Mario every three years, and then they released two in three months. So, because Mario, New Super Mario Bros. for two for the 3DS is August 19th, and New Super Mario Bros. U is a confirmed launch title for Wii U, which is probably November or December. Yeah, so they're well, pretty close together. But the games are usually so short oh, you could beat them in like in a not week. Not only that, but they're both so. going to be really good, I'm sure. No, it's just surprising. No, that's what I mean, like, by the time you're done with... I mean... Yeah. It kind of makes When you're sense. done with one, the next one's there. Yeah, and, and, they're, and they're completely different consoles, too, so... Right, yeah. it's just funny that they're so close together. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this one... I mean, what differentiates this one from the other new Super Mario Bros. games? For one, HD graphics. Mario himself looks the same, the Emmys look the same, but the backgrounds are crazy. Like, there's, like, stuff that looks like Yoshi's Island. There's something that looks like that painting Starry Night. There's, uh, the warp pipes have weird textures on them in some levels. They, they're going a little crazy with the backgrounds. I mean, they're not pushing the system by any means, but they look very nice. Yeah, I mean, the backgrounds never do anything for them. No, they're either. just backgrounds. They did in Yoshi's Island. I mean, in Yoshi, yeah. Yoshi's it is Island interesting, though, that, um, the Yoshi, there's some platforms, right? At the beginning of the trailer for New Super Mario Bros. U that look like they're li- literally lifted out of Yoshi's Island. Like, they're mm. the exact same scribbly look. But, um, yeah, the game itself, it's basically a standard Mario game. Uh, they, they're bringing in a new item, they're bringing new items, they're bringing in new Yoshi abilities. Uh, Mario now has a flying squirrel suit, which is basically a Tanuki yeah, tail it, with a different name. Well, it just looks all... Think, it's kind of like a mix of the Mario World cape and Mario Yeah, I was going to say, it just looks like the cape. Or raccoon, not Tanuki. Because, um, because there was a, like, a brief moment where you could see the... You could dive bomb. Yeah, it's the cape. And in, it's the cape. Except the, without, they probably took out the the flying because with the cape you could skip a whole levels. Right, right. But, yeah, and uh, and then there's Yoshi's, and instead of Peter's Peta's going to be all over this one. What? Peta, flying squirrels. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yoshi, but this one isn't a fursuit. suit. Like, oh like, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just it's, it's, more, like it's, a, more it's like a flying like, squirrel suit, like the ones that you could take when you jump out of an airplane. Yeah, well he has the ears, but yeah. Uh, it's just more like cosplay. Right, right. Yeah, but um, in addition to that, uh, in New Super Mario Bros. Wii, obviously that's support for players. Obviously you can each have a Yoshi, but if I remember correctly, the Yoshis were all the same, right? They're all They're different Yoshis, colors, yeah. but they were just Yoshi. I'm talking about Wii, not you. Oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah I this the colors one, made in difference. Right, in this one, the Yoshis, much like in Mario World, the Yoshis are start as babies, and then you kind of grow them into full Yoshis eventually, I imagine. But as baby Yoshis, they have powers. Red Yoshi turns into a balloon that you can use to hover. Blue Yoshi can spit bubbles that turn enemies into coins. Yellow Yoshi's a lamp, kind of like Mario Galaxy 2. He lights yeah. up in the dark. Uh, so yeah, they seem to be... They seem. You know what this feels like, New Super Mario Bros. U, now that I'm describing it like out loud? It's the New Super Mario Bros. equivalent of Mario World. As a world map that looks Every just... Every single one goes through one of these. Like... Yeah, it looks just... The world map looks just like Mario World. Yeah. 
And yeah. now the Yoshis are the same. It has a, a cape again, sort of. This is Mario World. This is the sequel to Mario World, which makes me super excited because Mario World is my favorite game of all time. So Really? Yep. Uh, but, it, yeah, so the game, <laughs> the game itself supports up to five players. Um, you have four that use Wiimotes to play as Mario and company. The ones that will have fun. Yes. <laughs> yeah, these guys have fun. You can be Mario, you can be Luigi, you can be the two Toads, or you can be your What were their names again? I, they, Bartholomew, Bartholomew, I don't know. They had two unofficial ones, or official They names. had official names. Well, I, it, it was like, I it was, like, I don't even remember. Willard and Thompson. Willard? It wasn't Willard. But anyway, you could be those two uh, toads, or hearkening back to the demo from last year of New Super Mario Bros. Me, you could play as your Mies. Oh yeah, because apparently it'd be too confusing. You're like, oh wait, who's Mario again? Yeah, wait, am, am we I were watching or a we, toad? We were watching. <laughs> we were watching Iwata asks. We did. We did our. We did our homework for all this. We watched like everything the town put out to make sure we were on top of this. And could go us. We had to suffer through watching gameplay. Oh god, the families. We'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah. Well, only uh, one family, but still. Yeah, they didn't... Well, I guess we can talk about it now. They did uh, lifestyle videos where they had the families playing the games. And, More man, so that's Wii a U, bad like, act. Yeah, for the Wii U. Like, when they were doing this, like, bobsled one, like, this guy's like, Oh my god! Oh my god! Here I come! I'm <laughs> yeah, coming! Yeah, it, it was like... It was really bad. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it was that bad. It was bad. <laughs> but... Uh, Oh, I just realized. Anyway. <laughs> but, uh, no, it was, it was bad, but it was funny. Um, but, what was I saying before you brought up the lifestyle? Oh, yeah, during Iwata asks about this very game. He did it with the producer of the game. And Iwata was making some comment, like, a lot of people have trouble knowing which character they are. Like, they get confused. And they're like, who just hit me? Who's Luigi? And stuff like that. In New Super Mario Bros. You don't on the really Wii. You know that, though. On the Wii is, was the issue. Yeah. yeah, and you don't, it doesn't really matter. So how do they solve that problem? By letting you be me's that all from a distance look identical. The only <laughs> difference is your, the head. Right, you could be exactly. your me, obviously the one you create. But, you know, when you draw, when the level zooms back X amount... I mean, You're not gonna be able to tell who's I mean, who. Yeah, unless they you don't have, wear hats, you can't tell. Unless you have like very like ethnically diverse friends. Yeah, unless you're like every color of the rainbow, you're not gonna be able to <laughs> I tell. I mean, like, I mean, the demo they showed. I mean, I guess they showed like a white me, a brown me, and the rest of them were I guess like the same kind of tan. But um, they looked more the same than Toad and Mario or yeah, Luigi and whatnot. Also, something interesting that I just noticed in the fact sheet: uh, the Miiverse is a feature of the Wii U that is part. Of the Nintendo network. I thought Miiverse was just the umbrella name for the online in Wii U. But no, the Miiverse is the social community of Nintendo network, which is their online infrastructure. I guess that's their equivalent to Street Pass Plaza. Yeah, it's more like... uh, Street Pass Plaza. Yeah, actually, that's exactly what it is. But more so. It's more... It's like... Xbox Law, it'd be like if Xbox called their messaging services and their friends list and something, something different. If Xbox Live was the servers and Xbox Friendship or something was all the community <laughs> Xbox aspects. Kick It, I think. That yeah, Xbox it. Hangout, like Google+. Plus. Yeah. But yeah, um, so yeah, that's, that's interesting. I didn't realize they were, like, I didn't know Miiverse was under Nintendo Network and, like, the hierarchy of names. Interesting. <laughs> anyway, um, the gamepad. We haven't talked about that. Mario U uses the gamepad, um... Primarily for multiplayer and single player, I, I'm under the impression you could, yeah, in single player you can stream it to the TV from the TV to your gamepad anytime and play on the gamepad. It's confirmed right here. Uh, for multiplayer, it's so gimmicky. It's uh, like I mean, don't get it wrong, the game's gonna be fun, but it's gimmicky. You get to have boost mode. Four players play as normal Mario and company or their and player number five gets to 
touch the touch screen on the gamepad to make blocks appear to help the other players climb to new heights and whatnot. Or stun enemies. Or it's stun enemies by tapping them. It's as interactive as uh, Mario Galaxy 1's two-player mode. Yeah, but they're selling it as like a... They're saying this is why it's on Wii U. It, I mean, that's a little it. more... I mean, you could... It's help. it's gimmicky. I mean, here, here's Mario the problem... Mario Galaxy 2 was a better... In that here's sense. the problem, in my opinion, with everything Nintendo showed at their press conference today. First party, specifically. Nintendo Land demonstrated how you can use the Wii U gamepad. It shows all these different ways. You can hold it this way, do this with the touchscreen, do this with the Wiimote while that's on the touchscreen, yada yada. But there was no cohesive, like, here's a game. Not a minigame collection, not a tech demo reel, so to speak. But a physical, finished game. Like an actual single game that really shows what the controller can be used for in unique ways. Pikmin 3, it's a map. New Super Mario Bros. Wii, you stream it or you poke the screen to stun enemies and make blocks. Both of which are fine. That's kind of like how the second nothing screen Nothing you is. can't do without right. it's like nothing, already existing things. Yeah, it's like nothing that really is that unique or special. And I think the, the idea of the Miiverse, the uh, the fact that we finally have an HD Nintendo console, all that makes the Wii very compelling. But I'm not sure if Nintendo, if you look strictly at Nintendo First Party, if those three games I just mentioned really sell the controller mm. as this must have this is the future of gaming like yeah, with the Wii not. yeah with the Wii it's like okay you had motion control when you saw someone play tennis for the first time like I get it that's cool I have to try this with the Wii U how many random casuals how many people that bought a Wii for Wii Sports only are gonna go I can flick a ninja star at my TV by like making a shuffling motion on the touch screen I need that not or how, oh I can use a map on the touch screen, while I have the big screen with with what used to hold a map in the corner, but now it's just the full game, I need that. Like, it's not quite... It's missing the same, like, oomph. The same instant, obvious reason of why you need it. I mean, given what, um... We're, uh, what we already saw with Batman Armored Edition. Oh, well, yeah, we're going to get to third party. And Zombie, like, if they made another first person Metroid game, I mean. Metroid Prime a, would be perfect. Yeah, there are a lot of things. Metroid Prime would be perfect. Um, it wouldn't be a Prime, though. I mean, Prime it could already, be. Prime well, 4, why not? Well, because the Prime trilogy is already done. So right? they could start a new one. Well, Prime Metroid. Well, that's it, because something else. It Metroid can't... Primer, like paint or something. Prime, <laughs> uh, Metroid Prime. Should be Robo Roxy 80s if it were real. Oh, uh, yeah. You could have the Juke. Oh, that's true. There's still hope for that. Nah, not really. Uh, <laughs> I'm still holding it. Okay, fine. Again, that we made up, yes. Yeah, because uh, Prime is the name of, like, the final boss in the first that's game. True, and you kill that's it. true. Okay. I mean, it's dead. Like, there's no... Spoilers. Oh, for... shit. It's been... It's, it's a game, it's been, game. I know, it's right. been a number of years. If you haven't beaten... And that game, like, four hours long. Yeah. But, um... I bet you're four hours into it and not even close. Anyway. <laughs> and probably, that's probably true. But, no, the uh, third party, I thought, actually... And even, to some extent, Nintendo's casual offerings kind of better demonstrated what the Wii U can do than the actual games. Which is fine. If they want to be like, hey, this is just our HD console. Here's the touchscreen that's on there anyway. That's fine. Like, Pikmin 3, I'm still excited about. New Super Mario Bros. They should have just like, put Land will tagline be... as, why not? <laughs> yeah. No. Wii U, why, why not? not? <laughs> but no, it's, it's kind of like, I wish they just had one game that really demonstrated it. There's plenty of third party. We're going to get to them. Like you said, Zombie U, Batman, Rayman Legends, all those use it wonderfully, I think. But... And it's funny because, but I think hardcore first party games are missing. Did Assassin's Creed use it well? I didn't remember seeing uh, that. Assassin's Creed is just inventory and map. Really? As we actually mentioned on the podcast like two months ago, it turned out to be true. So go us. Yeah, I mean, convenience is still nice. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's And we talked, I think I said this at the top of the show. Um, 
we're gonna get definitive versions of every third party game simply because we have the we have the touch screen for easy access to menus. But so I mean that's a selling point, but it's no different than the DS in that regard. But I don't know. Like I started saying, casual games kind of use the touch screen better almost. We Fit You, um, it allow you can use the tablet, the gamepad screen. If someone's doing whatever on the TV or you don't want to turn on the TV or whatever, you can do your like daily check-in and sync your pedometer. Yes, it comes with a pedometer now. Using infrared directly to the tablet, and you don't even need to use the TV. You can do all your body readouts and stuff with just the tablet, so that's cool. Especially if someone else in your house is watching tablet. And you still or, the his, or the nature I mean, watching the TV. Because that's a yes, premiere, yes. In, in the watches. Nintendo video, everyone was watching Manta Rays swimming very slowly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, you you know, that makes sense. That's logical. Uh, Sing, that karaoke game coming from freestyle games. Lyrics are on the tablet. Sure, I don't know why they can't be on the TV, but if they're, at, if they're trying to create a party atmosphere... Well, I guess it makes it easier to read. Right, and if they're trying to create a party atmosphere where you're singing facing the crowd... and like real karaoke. Yeah, exactly. Then that makes sense for the tablet. Those make perfect sense. Or even... They had some games not in the press conference that I found on their press site when I hopped on like 10 seconds after the show. They had, all, they had like three unannounced games. They have something called Panoramic Viewer where you literally... The tablet creates like a 3D world around you. And as you move around looking with the tablet as like your viewfinder, you can look... Like they had you like soaring with the birds or something. You could look up, there's the sky, click down, there's the ground, you can see birds to your left, birds to your right. You could project that image to a TV or you can have it just... Be, so, like, the people around you see exactly what you see, or you can just have the, the uh, what would be if you were looking straight at the TV, like, just that front view. So that's kind of neat. I think that's just a techno, but still, that, I'm talking very fast, but still, <laughs> that shows the potential of the tablet more than, say, Mario U or Pikmin 3. But it's but not by any means something that, like, I don't know. I don't I mean, even know how you would integrate panoramic viewer into a game. That, that's why. See, that's I'm not Nintendo. I'm not responsible for figuring that out. I just gotta sit here and be armchair analyst and complain. Well, and I guess moan it would be like oh, how they didn't do that. I mean, I guess they might even use it for that other game, Zombie U. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, instead of like turning your character around, you could just turn. Well, yeah, around with Zombie U, I mean, you snipe using it, and you have you know views of. Oh, yeah, I mean, they show like some guy like looking around everywhere. Yeah, but but yeah. um... Two other games I thought was odd that they left out of the press conference. Uh, Nintendo has a habit of doing this. Every year they leave out games from their press conference. So when you go to the press kit and you open it, you're like, oh, there's two new Kirby games. Like last year I didn't mention Mass Attack or Return to Dreamland in the conference. Mm. Uh, so this year they didn't mention Project P100, which is from Platinum Games. I think we touched on it before. They're the guys that made uh, the lead, made Okami, the, the company made Madworld, Bayonetta, a bunch of other games. And it's kind of Pikmin-like. You control up to 100 people as you rescue them from various things. I think you're collecting 100 heroes. Yeah, you're collecting... Yeah, but you can have up to 100 at one time. Yeah, but they're heroes. They're superheroes. They're okay. awesome. Yeah, right. Sorry. But yeah, so you well, collect them. I was just wondering, because when I saw the trailer, wait, how are these normal people morphing into all this? Right, now, yeah, sorry, you're right. They're, they're heroes, and there's like an alien invasion or something? Yeah. You know what, let me... I've, I, I have all the fact sheets right here. Uh, instead of guessing, we can actually provide real information to people. Um, but yeah, it looks cool. It, it the graphics are surprisingly low key, like it could honestly be a eShop game. For yeah. well, Wii U eShop, which by the way is confirmed day one launch, launch with the system Wii U eShop. There are a number of games announced too, which we'll get to a little later. Uh, but yeah, Project P100, which is supposedly a launch window title. It uh, yeah, you here's what it says: you help citizens, uh, you find helpless citizens and recruit them to join your army of heroes. So right, you're right, and then you get morphing powers and you can fight enemies with those. Uh, these enemies are, in fact, aliens. That's one point for Jason. <laughs> and um, use the, the Wii U's touchpad 
to uh, the gamepad's touchscreen to command the heroes by doing all these different gestures and motions. They actually had a really cool demo on Spike TV. Yeah, it seems to use it a lot more than See, Pikmin. This, this is almost what I was talking about. Now that I'm reading this, like, I watched it on Spike. It was weird. Nintendo Dentro had a press conference. They revealed it right after on Spike TV's live coverage. And this is kind of more like what I'm talking about. Like, it uses the control pads, and it also, I mean, it uses the controller, the buttons and sticks, and it also uses the touchpad to execute special moves and stuff. It's like a perfect combo. Plus, players can use the gamepad, according to this, to explore areas unseen on the TV screen and solve puzzle elements. So I wonder if that means, like, if you duck in a building, if instead of it on the TV, it's on the gamepad. Oh. It's a little gimmicky, but it's kind of like in Four Swords Adventures for yeah, GameCube, where you go into a house and it's only on your Game Boy. And not on the game on the TV screen. It's cool. It's a gimmick, but it's a cool gimmick. So that, like that, like uh, that'd be cool. But definitely most interesting part is from Platinum Games. They're a big name, big big developer. So that's one to look out for. And oddly, Nintendo chose not to highlight it at all at their conference. And the last game that they didn't bother announcing was um, Game and Wario, which is you pointed out oh. Game and Watch reference. Oh, yeah, I mean, Game & Watch, Game & Wario, but the game itself, like, I don't know, first I thought it was like, oh, WarioWare, but, yeah, then, the, the, you, but the, then you pointed out that it's just mini-games. Yeah, it's not, it, so it it's stars the Wario... it's more like replay starring Wario. Yeah, it stars the WarioWare cast. Wario looks like WarioWare Wario with his motorcycle hat and pink highlights and whatnot, but um, the game features, like, actual mini-games, each, like, a standalone thing, and it's also all in 3D. Like, there's no... And by 3D, I don't mean, like, 3DS 3D. I mean, like, polygons. There, it's not 2D cel-shaded, cartoony, whatever, like, uh, the other WarioWare. It's a fully 3D game. So you I see, like, like Jimmy the other way, or like, I like the, or when I like it was, the like, mixed up, I mean, like, yeah. sometimes it was appropriate where they it's made, like, purposely bad 3D. It's possible this is still gonna have 3D, but, I mean, one of the mini-games, for example, called Ski, you play as Jimmy T, the disco dude from the WarioWare games, and you have to take a skier down you know, down a hill, and it's full 3D. It's weird. All the games, the thing with Game & Wario, which is also a launch window title, so if it's anything like with the Wii, I'd imagine it's going to probably launch in January or February after the system. That's how it was with Smooth Moves on the Wii. And since they're saying launch window and launch day, it would match up appropriately. But yeah, it, they all use the gamepad exclusively. They all somehow rely on the touchscreen. They all show off how you can do integration. See, why didn't they show this? And even then, if they did show this, I think my complaint of it's just a minigame collection still stands. But why didn't they show this? They could have spent half the time on Nintendo Land and the other half on Game & Wario. Or half the time on Arkham City and on these yeah, two games yeah. or something. Yeah, Arkham City they did a whole feature on, which is great because it looks like a great game, but it most players... You can people, tell they tried like, to... I mean, like, just no, they having really the, tried like, to the voice actor stuff. of Harley Quinn... Doing yeah, no, they definitely... It's like going to be a flagship title for launch, which is weird because it's been out for a year. So, I mean, I wonder how many people actually didn't play it. I didn't, because I only own Nintendo consoles. No, I know, but I mean, like, I haven't played it, you haven't played it. I'm, I think they're hoping a lot of hardcore Nintendo fans who don't have other systems will pick it up. And honestly, it's going to work. I'm a huge fan of, of, like, the Dark Knight movie, or the Nolan's Dark Batman movies, and this follows kind of that similar vibe, so I don't see why I wouldn't. And it uses the controller in really clever ways, which we'll get to momentarily. But, uh, yeah, with Game & Wario, I just wanted to say one more thing, that it's also going to support five players. Which confuses me, because they say that it uses only the Wii U gamepad in the very same fact sheet that they say it supports five players. So clearly someone got mixed up at Nintendo, and it uses Wii remotes as well. It has to. Yeah, it has to. It has to. There's no... 
unless they bust up Mario Party 7 and you share, like one person shares the controller or something. Oh, no. Here's how. You pass the controller. Oh. I'm looking at... They want to do wireless smooth moves and have up to 12 players. I don't know. But yeah, it's going to have a mix of single-player and multiplayer games. One of them is called Fruit, and it's a game for two to five players in which the main character uh, will anonymously... He'll use the gamepad to anonymously control while the character's on a TV screen and steal some fruit. And then once the fruit is stolen, he passes the control to another player who must try and figure out who stole the fruit. Mm-hmm. Or where the fruit was stolen... Where, Past two other players, and then eventually lands somewhere. I don't even know how that's gonna work. If there's only one control and you're passing it, can't you just go? He's the one that was holding it for ten minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I don't, whatever. It, I, this is one of those games I think you have to actually play to quite to you know figure out what they're talking about. But yeah. but yeah. Um. So that was Nintendo's first party lineup. In terms of third party, uh, Ubisoft. Where did they come from? They're on fire. They. I honestly, I think they had the best E3 of anyone. Not only do they have eight Wii, Wii U games, but they also announced the very cool-looking Watch Dogs. They have Assassin's Creed 3. Like, they're... Usually, I think they won E3. Honestly, yeah, they won E3. Usually, they're, like, the developer that I'm least excited about. I know, but they're... I mean, like, like, oh, they always pump out a bunch of good games. Oh, Assassin's, another Assassin's Creed, another right. whatever, but... Oh. Yeah, no, this it's kind of crazy. I mean, let's just go through their Wii U games. There's two of significance, and then we can mention the others. Uh, first up, we've talked about already, Zombie U. It's... A Wii U exclusive. If you remember from last year, there was a demo called Killer Freaks from Outer Space. Oh, yeah, and the one with the little tiny creatures. Rabid-looking things. Yeah. The little rabid, mutant rabbits from the Rayman franchise. Yeah. Well, they turned it into a zombie game. And how it works now is it's a first-person shooter that instead of just, you know, you fight zombies and die, it's all about survival. They want you to survive as long as you can with a character. If you die as on, at the hands of a zombie, that's it. That character's run is over. You jump to another person's body. And now you're playing as that character. There are no game overs. There are no continues. You just keep hopping between characters. And you see how long you can last as any character. Hmm. That's the premise. The name, by the way... I just need to go on a rant. I said this on Twitter. saying it here. Stop putting you in the title of every Wii U title. I know. Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Gex 64, da-da-da 64. Ridge Racer DS, Super Mario DS, da-da-da. I get it, I know. But... The U one just sounds bad. It sounds too much like a school. <laughs> it's like edutainment titles or something. But no, seriously, like, just don't call everything U. I mean, Zombie U, they're naming it at, Ubisoft's naming it after its very first published game, Zombie. So I guess they should have just called it Zombie. They could, yeah, they should have. Just mm-hmm. added the E. It's spelled Z O M B I. Or, U. I mean, it doesn't matter, you know, they left it the same. Yeah. I mean, that game is so old, I didn't even hear Yeah, I never heard of it. So. Yeah, I didn't hear of it before now. Um,. But yeah, it's just like, everything's called you. It's gonna be annoying, I can already tell. Anyway, off my soapbox. Uh, so with the game, you know, as I was saying, it's all about survival. And there's a debate online about whether it's on rails or not. You were telling me about that, Jose. Oh, uh, well, I don't know, just... I don't know, like, at first I didn't really think of it, but then someone brought it up. And then, like, everything looks like it really could be on rails. Like, you think? I don't know, I mean, the way, like, on rail games have been, like, just... Going over, I mean, like, just remember, like, time splitters. Like, there's so many things that, like, you could do in that game that doesn't even time look splitters? like. Time splitters? Did you say time splitters? I'm thinking, no, I'm thinking time was... crisis. Time crisis. Right, yeah, I was gonna say time splitters was definitely not on rails. Oh, it's an awesome shooter. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, like, time crisis, like, like, those games, like, there's a lot of, like, stop and go moments, and it looks like it. Which is what, which is what. And, yeah, and this is what it looks like. like. It, like, I don't know, everything just looks. Either it's a really heavily, like, time scripted, like, event game, or it's. Honestly, my impression. Is that it 
is kind of like Call the newer Call of Duties, where you're just going through very cramped corridors. You really only have one or two paths you can take. Mm. And, you know, you could turn left... You could go back and forth down that same path, but there's going to be scripted events where zombies pop out and whatnot. Because you could definitely see that in the trailer. I mean, they had a zombie jump out from behind a subway door. Yeah, and, and, it, yeah, and the, game, the game, by the way, is set in London, this year in London, 2012. So, it's going to be very... Lots of zombies walking around going, Hello, governor, I imagine. But I don't think that'll happen, though. But, um... Hmm. What was I going to say? The the game, it honestly, it, put, it does some of the best uh, Wii U gamepad integration I've seen so far. <laughs> Door uh, hacking. Yeah, oh yeah. The, the trailer's so great, because they're listing all these things you can do with the Wii U pad. And it's like, sniping! Uh, what else was it? Sniping, scanning, scanning. Oh yeah, you can scan like in Metroid to learn more about the environment around you, Somehow. and that's done on the gamepad. You can snipe and the gamepad your viewfinder. You can go through your what they call a bug out bag, which is like a survival kit, and all your inventory is there for quick, easy access. And it's cool because as you go through it, the game doesn't pause, so like zombies can sneak up behind you. At least this is what the trailer suggests. And then you like you're, you know your character's looking over your shore, but you just have to lift the controller and go right back into action to. To do that. And then they have all these cool things, and then they're like door hacking. Which honestly is just the guy trying a couple yeah, of things. Yeah, he's just like guessing <laughs> he's at just the... punching in numbers onto a door keypad. Yeah, that is not but cool. I just like that that's a selling point. If that's point. hacking, then. I just like that yeah. as a selling point. I don't care if it's real <laughs> hacking or not. Just going door hacking and showing a guy opening a door for 20 seconds is like top tier game selling right there. But uh, even the door hacking, though, is kind of cool. Because, like, you hold up the controller to your face, a keypad comes up, you start typing in. If you lower the controller, your character turns back around to see what's going on behind him. And then you raise it back up again, and he punches in again, and it's actually like a keypad on the controller. So it's, it's neat. Um, yeah, it's definitely one of the more interesting-looking games, like, overall. Like, yeah, and it's very bloody. It's definitely an M-rated game. And, that's, and that, I think, is a good example of what you can do with the Wii U gamepad that's actually unique and interesting. Yeah, okay, whatever. A touch, a keypad on a controller, that's silly. Like, why, you know, that's gimmicky. But the fact that it uses the gyros, when you raise it up, the game focuses on the pad. And when you lower it, you get to look behind you. And you have to keep raising it and lowering it, just like it would be as if you're raising your hand to an actual keypad and then lowering it to glance behind you. And I mean, like, that's immersive. I mean, even me. even just, like, that thing with the backpack, I think just the fact yeah. that you have something else, like, I mean, usually, like, okay, they could have done it without it. Mm-hmm. But when you're pressing pause, you're still looking at the same screen. Yeah. But this way you have, like, something to look away from. Like, you're not looking at right, the screen. Right, right. And the game doesn't pause. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, a it, lot of we like taking that dead space, but to a cooler level. Just because right. I mean, in real life, you're gonna look down when you look at your back, but you can't look at everything. Definitely, and it gives you something else to look at. A so. lot of Wii U games are using the like real time inventory that you can flip switch on the fly. Uh, Assassin's Creed go do it. Batman uh, Arkham City Armored Edition. That's the special Wii U version that we'll get to in a little bit. Thank God it had have a U at the end. Yeah, I know. Arkham City <laughs> U. <laughs> Batman Arkham City U Edition. But yeah, that one's gonna have it. Uh, so that was on like a University of Arkham City. Yeah, I would, see. Uh, what else? It, Aliens is going to have the uh, radar and whatnot on there, which I mentioned earlier. Like, they're really a lot... Co- it's a good strategy to do it, to use the controller for. Or, yeah, that makes sense. But, um... Yeah, in, in multiplayer, the controller's used a bit differently in Zombie U. Uh, the gamepad... This is actually where Killer Freaks was when they showed it last year at E3. One player is what they're calling the Zombie Master, and he has a top-down view of the entire map, and he gets to spawn zombies by touching the, the screen. So that's exactly like the board game I was playing a couple weekends ago. What board game? I think it was called... Um, what was it called? Zombie the, Master? The, the Last of Us? That's a, that's a PlayStation game. No, I think it had the same title. Oh. It was a very by the way, same... Last of Us looks great. There was actually a lot of good, impressive-looking games at Sony's. Last of Us in particular. 
Actually, I think the two... Like, oh, no, it's called The Last Day on Earth. Oh, Last Day on Earth. Yeah, with almost a zombie master, you have your four little people trying to survive. The other people just spawn zombies and right. makes them go after them. Right. But yeah... Oh, um, yeah, Last of Us, yeah. Those yeah, are mutants, though, apparently, not zombies. In just, Last of Us? Yeah, it's just, oh. it's just a mutation. Oh. Well, anyway. Uh, so one person's dropping zombies in Zombie U. And then the other person, using either a Wiimote nunchuck or perhaps one of the new Wii U Pro controllers, is playing first-person shooter, stand, you know, standard first-person shooter, and he's fighting all those zombies that the other person's dropping on him. That's the that's like what a uh, asymmetric gameplay is all about. That one person does something different than the other. That's what Nintendo Land's about. That's what game uh, Game and Wario is about. This one, I don't know how effective that is. It's kind of like Mario U, where it's like, is that gonna be as fun for one player as it is for the other? Like, no. if you're the guy shooting the zombies, you have as much fun as the guy that like goes, I'm gonna drop ten zombies here, and now I wait. Uh, like, it, 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 there's, yeah, there's I mean, an imbalance of intensity. I guess, like, most people are more, I mean, like, maybe you could, like, slightly control the zombies, like, direct uh, You must them, be able like, to. Maybe you can them. draw paths. Well, well, uh, so, like, you can also, like, set up traps or, like, right, move, right. like mess with the environment. But still, I feel like, like it. it's not... It's kind of like, would you rather... Let's say you're playing Nazi zombies in Call of Duty. Would you rather be there shooting the zombies and building your fortress with the with your friend? Or would you be the guy that's like, I'm gonna put two zombies at this door, one zombie at that door, and give that, that, blah, blah, that zombie a bazooka? I don't like, know. It's kinda I kind of like, would want to be the zombie guy. Really? You think? Well, you like because it ruining seems, people's lives. Well, because so. it seems harder, and I don't know. Usually, that's true. Maybe I'm being too not open minded. Because usually, Maybe I'm not being open. Because usually, like, like games like that are fun. It's fun being like able to manipulate the scenario. True. It's like, true. oh, that's not working. Like, oh, and and the, and what I think what's cool is that they don't even know like where they're going to be coming from. You could that's put them true. behind them. Yeah, that's true. I guess I guess for me, it's just like the intensity I mean, seems it, so be, unbalanced. But you do make a good point. It could be like if you're. Because, like, personally, I prefer more action-y things, more streamlined, yeah, I mean, more straightforward anything, things. Like all but the, you do, like, more creative things. It's just, like, so, all Mario Party 1 versus... Those are all asymmetric games, in a sense, like, Mario Yeah, Party but not 3. the same, because you're all acting in the same... You're... It's not Well, no, I mean, like, same. in one of them, you're, like, everyone's running on a treadmill, and they're trying to dodging obstacles, and the other guy's just pressing left or right. That's true. That's true. Or where one guy's a hammer, and the other guy's a... That's actually a very good point. That, I mean, just you mentioning that's making me have second thoughts about what I was just saying. I mean, it, the thing is, like, the thing, this is so new, and the press conference just happened so recently that obviously these are very, like, fresh impressions, and I should probably read up more before I jump to these conclusions, but you do yeah, make a very good point. I mean, it'd probably be a while before we even get to play these, so... Maybe E3, or... It is E3, ha! Huh? Maybe Comic-Con. Hopefully. Yeah, that's actually... What would Ubisoft uh, have any Advance notice to though? our lovely listeners, we're gonna be at Comic-Con. We're going, we got tickets, somehow. <laughs> and through the magic of the internet, legally. No, really, we, we got in, like, when they did the raffle and everything. Anyway. Yeah, thanks for... <laughs> yeah, you I, made it sound like... I know, I made it sound like we stole them. No, we, we got them completely <laughs> legitimately. But uh, Nintendo's probably going to be there. I'm sure some other game companies will be there. So look for all sorts of impressions in July. We'll have more, many episodes between now and then, but just advance notice. That's going to be uh, second weekend of July? Third weekend? Second uh, weekend. One of those. Yeah. But anyway, before we get to Con, there's, of course, more E3. We've only scratched the surface, and yes, this episode is a long one. So, uh, you know, if you want to, like, take a break and go outside and enjoy the sunshine, we'll wait. You can just pause us. We're here for however long you need. We're not going anywhere. Um, but yeah, let's jump into the other... Unless, is there anything else about Zombie you wanted to mention before mm, I switch us over? The trailer reminded me a lot of Dead Island. Yes, the trailer had a very Dead Island vibe. It's yeah, very cool. Like slow-mo, slow-mo music. Yeah, yeah. But it, honestly, Zombie U looks very promising. Well, I'd say more promising than Red Steel did when it was unveiled for the Wii back in the Yeah, Switch. like, I don't know, it's weird. Um, like, I mean, as excited as I am for Pikmin, just the fact that we have, like, 
a lot, like these two good third party games. Yeah, it's like the first time ever more excited about the third party lineup than the first party. I completely agree. And the great because we don't know what's coming. Like, right. And the great thing about Zombie U is not only is it exclusive, but it's gonna be out this year. Ooh. So next on the list is what might be a Wii exclusive for Ubisoft. I'm actually a Wii U exclusive. Excuse me. I'm actually not sure because Ubisoft is being weird about this one. They're just like it's on Wii U. They're not saying it's only on Wii U. They're saying it's, it's just the only platform they've officially confirmed. And that is Rayman Legends, which we talked about previously because it leaked a trailer leak. But they released a new trailer and some new information. And this one also features asymmetric gameplay. And this one is really cool. So. How it works is it's a lot like Rayman Origins, where you're playing with the Wii mode or I guess the Pro Controller or whatever, and you're platforming and you're going to beautiful HD environments. Which literally, I mean, you you're you're an animation cartoon buff. Why do you think of these graphics? It they're it really, really does, beautiful and amazing. Like I don't it, know, it like, looks like a cartoon. Like almost life. um like they have some of these characters. I think they're like weird looking dragons and that mm-hmm. are like they're 3D like CG, but like the way they're rendered, like they still manage to look like really flat and like they. No, they're like seamlessly integrated into like this, the, the whole two D yeah. flat. This it looks, Rayman. It looks that. incredibly good. Yeah, it's it uh, honestly actually this, it looks better than the um, the when we, the version we have right now because this one it's like a lot the more. Version we have right now of what Rayman Origins. Oh yeah, yeah, Rayman, yeah, yeah. Because um, I don't know, the other one is like the colors were a lot just everything was more solid mm-hmm. in terms of like mm-hmm. yeah, not that many textures. This one's like very textured. Very. Yeah, it, they they definitely the they definitely went all out in terms of graphics. But um, so you know that's all kind of like Rayman Origins in terms of gameplay. But then if you have the gamepad and you're playing co-op, because it will much like Origins, it features co-op. Um, you can use the gamepad. The player with the gamepad does the asymmetric part of taking out enemies by touching them, uh, cutting ropes in the environment, putting making blocks appear, just like Mario U. That's not that special. Where it gets cool though. Well, they do. It does seem to give you a lot. It gives a more lot more. Yeah. Like, like there are some like throughout the level, like just the regular when they were just platforming. It seemed like there were parts that you can't get through without the help of the asymmetric person, and they Definitely. give you so many different obstacles as opposed to Mario. It's just Mario's like you can literally make a block appear and that's it. Yeah, you you can just in, make shortcuts in Mario. Right in, in Rayman Legends, which is what they stressed. Like, oh, yeah, you can make did. speed runs. It, it's literally for just an added bonus, not the core gameplay. Unlike yeah, Legends. this one they really. Yeah, it's you literally. You're cutting ropes. You're making platforms appear. You're knocking things down. You're tilting the controller upside down to take a platform that Rayman and company are standing on and spin it upside down so they can run up a wall so they can get to the next part. Like it does everything, and then they throw in rhythm platforming on top of that. There is a level where, as Rayman and those guys, you just run as fast as you can through the level, jumping and whatnot. But as the player with the gamepad, you are tapping things on the level in time with the music, like targets that appear in time with the music, and you draw lines that appear in time with the music, all of which open the path for the players to have to speed run through it, essentially, to the music. It's basically Elite B Agents as a platformer. Yeah, and I love was... Elite B Agents, so I am extremely happy by that. And seriously, Rayman, whoops, seriously, I almost kicked down the whole controller. My excitement is so uncont- mm-hmm. uncontrollable. But no, seriously, uh, Rayman Legends looks really, really good. Yeah, I did not see that coming at all. I didn't, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. And on top... I, mean, I knew, I already knew that, I mean, we all knew that game was going to be great, but Yeah, like, but this is like a whole nother But they, level. like, stepped, they're like, they show they were really looking they're, at the hardware and... Yeah, they're really, this is not like with other Ubisoft games. Like, this makes, I mean, as... Good as or fun Mario's game will be, this, this makes it look. This, 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 this makes it look like they're just like. Well, they probably are just copying, pasting, copy and pasting. Like, well, yeah. the thing with Mario is they can copy and paste and it'll still be very good. 
But this is like they have so much heart and soul in it, and you can really tell that they put the effort in and they uh, really thought through everything. It does feel like at least the new this feels Mar- like the new pe- Mario series have kind of lost the soul. This almost feels like a pet project, while the other one's just like, oh, it's Mario. So yeah, like you said, it's, I wouldn't say Mario's lost its soul. No, but no, at least the new Super Mario Bros. series. I don't know if I'd say it quite lost its soul. I just say like it's going through the motions. It, there's still like that essence of Mario in it. But, like, it still feels like Mario. It still has really good gameplay, really good platforming, but it's just, it's not... Um, I don't know. It doesn't me, have that extra little well, something I mean, well, lately, that Rayman's Well, at least, have. like, lately the me just felt kind of mundane. Like, I'm still just running and jumping. And, like, the platforms, like, the level, like, it, mm-hmm. even though, like, the levels are kind of different, they all still feel really, really the same. That's true. Like, we still have... Lava Same world. enemy, same way to Forest kill everybody. World. I don't know, like... Well, maybe Mario U will fix that. Mar- uh, New Super Mario Bros. U will fix that. Since they, I yeah. mean, they have a huge world map, so they have to be... They have to be thinking bigger than just the other Mario Well, I mean, Mario, Mario Bros. U also... Ha- I mean, we also had a world map, but... not. No, that was more like the... That was more like the old school, like Mario 3 map, though. I'm saying this one ha- is like a much... I feel like this map, just looking at it, looks more like Mario World, which implies it might be a bigger game. Because um, Mario World hopefully. was a big I mean, game. I mean, I don't mean to I sound mean, like I mean, cynical, but I mean, I kind of like... I'm still gonna play those games. I'm probably have fun with them, but I kind of like lost hope. And I mean, lost hope. I definitely don't look forward to those games anymore. It's just when they show up, you play them and enjoy them. But you're not like yeah, like the only ones that like still like always grab me are just like the 3D, the 3D Mario ones because those. Which reminds me, what is EAD Tokyo doing? They're the guys behind. Actually, why were all of Nintendo's come? EAD Tokyo, the team behind Galaxy. They Retro Studios, Mario Prime, Universe, and it goes Meverse. And yeah. Universe oh, kind of makes sense. Oh, oh, that makes sense if you add Meverse in. That's a good. Maybe idea. Universe. Like, I think. I think Mario will visit other game franchises. Universe and. Um, Whoa, that'd be weird. That'd be a good <laughs> Sonic crossover, though. Yeah. But anyway, um, with Rayman, one last thing I want to touch on is it has online support. Shark hand. Oh yeah, I'm holding a shark puppet. It uh, <laughs> it has online support, which they didn't mention anywhere except in the press release, but. It will allow for challenges with friends and leaderboards. I assume challenges with friends means online play, but who knows? Maybe it's ghost trials or something. But still, it's like as if it wasn't enough. If it wasn't cool enough, they're not throwing in real online support and probably Miiverse support, but they haven't confirmed that. And unfortunately, it doesn't look like it's a launch title, which is too bad. That's okay. I don't want to buy have to buy too many games. Well, yeah, but it's just kind of like how awesome of the system seller would that be? Or Rayman Origins didn't sell as well as Ubisoft hoped. So if Legends was a launch title, launch titles always sell well. That's true. That but would yeah, be a they, game that I could see a lot of people picking up just because it looks right, exactly. like fun for everybody. Like definitely, and it really shows off the controller. But um, Ubisoft hasn't put hasn't set a date. Uh, Nintendo lists the game as date to be determined, so probably twenty thirteen at some time. Hmm. Hopefully sooner rather than later, but we'll see. Ubisoft support didn't stop there though. We're just gonna power through. There's this more. Quick. There's more. <laughs> just powering through this real quick. Uh, so we already know about Avengers: Battle for Earth and Assassin's Creed Three. Those are confirmed for Wii U. On top of that, they've announced Just Dance 4, which, oh wait, oh wait, we forgot something about Zombie U. Oh, The zom- zombie face mode. Yeah. Okay, so at the press conference, they turned Reggie, Nintendo America's president, into a zombie by just holding the controller up to him, and then it somehow manipulated his face in real time. This is apparently a real mode in the game that you can do with your friends and take pictures and then take those screenshots and put them wherever you want, but awesome little feature. Super gimmicky, super pointless, it's, but it's probably as fun as the photo booth app on a Mac. Like, it's just, you know, something fun. Yeah, or you do Google Plus Hangouts. Or Google Plus Hangouts where you can put Conan's hair on your head or whatever. Or cat yeah. ears. or Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a cool little feature. But looking beyond that, 
Ubisoft. Uh, they have Just Dance 4. The Wii, it's going to be on all platforms, naturally, but the Wii U version is going to have a new feature called Puppet Master, where the person with the gamepad, once again, asymmetrical gameplay, will be determining some of the moves that the other players have to do and determining what costumes they wear appearing on screen. They're basically the puppet the puppet master of the whole thing, and they determine, they pull the strings that the other players have to... They pull the strings of the other players. They make them dance how they want them to dance. So, And they can, you can make them pose forever, basically. You just hold them there. So that's uh, Just Dance 4. They're releasing a sports compilation called Sports Connection. I'm surprised Nintendo's not doing Wii Sports U. Hmm. They showed off demos last year of golf and baseball. Well, there were tech they? demos, though. But... Right. That's what we, that's what we that's sports true, started though. as. Hmm. I wonder if there are going to be some of the main games in Nintendo Land. Like, I wonder if there's going to be, like, sports or, like, NES Sports Arena. Because they had a, they had, you know, they had golf. They had baseball. They had all these sports games that were just called the sports. Maybe they're going to integrate into Nintendo Land. Hmm. Who knows? But um, they also are releasing their own fitness game, Your Shape Fitness Evolve 2013, which has been pretty popular on Xbox in the past with Connect. And lastly, the Rabbids are back with a new main game collection that's theme park themed. Weird coincidence. Nintendo Land and Rabbids Land. Hmm. Whoa, that's very weird, actually. Rabbids Land and Nintendo Land. Anyway, uh, Rabbids Land will be theme park themed, and it's going to support up to five players primarily focusing on asymmetric gamepad-based gameplay. So, that's Ubisoft. And the majority of They all just feel like a bunch of one versus four minigames. Exactly. And all of those are out this year. Except Rayman Legends, as we mentioned. So, that's a lot from Ubi. That's like, probably two-thirds of the launch lineup right there. But that's a ton. Um, Speaking and and it's fine because Ubisoft are kind of, you know, they're not the biggest developer in the world. They're huge, but they're actually funding all this by planning to port the least, the less successful games to tablets and smartphones. Their logic being, well, you can't really port them to a PS3 or 360 because there's no touchscreen, so why don't we just downgrade them to a tablet? So, like, if Rabbitland is, does meh, they could just release it on a tablet as well. Or if, like, Sports Connection, they could take the individual main games and some as iPhone apps. Like, it's kind of an interesting strategy. Hmm. I mean, if it means more games for us, that's cool. But Yeah, I mean... I just found that interesting that they before the they games even found come, them out. So. Yeah, it's just interesting that before it even comes out, Ubi's like, yeah, these aren't gonna only be on Wii U. We have plans. One game that won't be on Wii U that should be on Wii U is Watch Dogs. I touched on it earlier, but oh my god, the game looks amazing. It's basically like Grand Theft Auto, but take out all the like drugs and crime and prostitutes. Well, there's still crime. Take out the drugs and prostitutes and that that CD underworld and replace it with the CD underworld of hacking. Half, they have a 9-minute gameplay video. We have a link on the uh, blog post that corresponds to this very episode. Episode 16, E3 2012 blowout. Um, yeah, we have a... It's a 9-minute video. You do some very cool stuff. Like, you, like you're just walking around with a smartphone and you're, like, hacking people by doing different buttons. It seems like an open-world game. It's so far confirmed for PS3, 360, and PC. No word on Wii U, but honestly, if it's a hacking game, the Wii U gamepad makes sense. So... I hope it comes to Wii U. And Ubisoft's president was on Spike, and when they asked him platforms, he said Wii U, PS3, 3... Or not Wii U, sorry. PC, PS3, 360, and then paused and said, for now. Hmm. So maybe that means Wii U. I hope that means Wii U, because that game looks really amazing. Did you did you see the video? Yeah, I did. Hopefully. It's so I mean... cool. It's so stylish. First of all, the unveiling was just wonderfully done unveiling. Like, they did a two-minute, basically, infographic, animated infographic for, like, two minutes, where it's just, like, all this stuff about hacking... And it like transition, and then you got the game, and it was like really cool looking, and very very nice graphics. It almost makes me think they're like for a next gen system. Probably they're running the PC version, but oh, 
Well, but yeah, very very cool. PC Wizards looks nice. Yeah. Uh, back to the Wii U though. A couple more third party games that Nintendo made a point of pointing out. We're getting a Wii U version of Mass Effect Three. We're getting a Wii U download of uh, Trying Trin Trying. It's Trying. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> trying Two. It's gonna be a director's cut. Fancier graphics, better gameplay. It's a pretty popular what puzzle platformer you'd say. I think puzzle or adventure platformer. Let's say adventure. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's an adventure platform. Yeah, adventure platform. But yeah, it's a, seen like mini puzzles. Really. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's supposedly a well. I've heard good things. I've never actually played it, but we're getting it on the Wii U eShop this year. It looks really good. The graphics are really, really nice. Like, like very, very <laughs> nice. It's very colorful. Very, very vibrant. Um, along with that, there's also going to be the awesomely titled Tank, Tank, Tank from Namco Bandai Games. Which, quite frankly... Well, you can make your joke. You made well, the joke when we first saw it. Nako Bandai, Bandai is hoping to it to do everything but... Tank, tank, tank. <laughs> basically. Yeah, no, it, here's the thing. The game, it's like a... They're calling it a tank-based party game or something. No, no, it, it, it's it, four players, honestly, it looks kind of fun. It, it does. Fun if it's budget price... Frenzy. I, if it's budget price, I could say it. It's a cel-shaded tank warfare. Is it WeWare? I mean, no, it's, it's retail, I believe. Really? Yeah. It, it, that's it, what I'm saying if it's budget price. Because it looks like there's here, only like one simple game mode and that's it. According to Nintendo, it's a retail game coming this mm. holiday. Mm. But yeah, it's basically you run around. Actually, that shouldn't four, matter. Up to it's four players. Some, I think it's budget price. Right, yeah. up to four players control tanks and they shoot enemies. And you can put a picture of yourself above the tank using the Wii U gamepad controller. That's all we know. It's like what Star Fox half did. Yeah, exactly. it didn't get the online part. Right, it just doesn't have online. Oh, we, is, oh yeah. we don't know if it does. Yeah, that's they, fine. They but, didn't say. But it's, uh, I, don't, I don't want to say it's a given, but I'd say it has a better chance of being online than Star Fox. I think so, too. Also, we're getting Tekken Tag Tournament 2. With Mario Mushrooms and just revealed, I read this right before we started the podcast, a Snoop Dogg level. Because naturally when I think Tekken, I think Snoop Dogg and the fine rap the, of him. <laughs> this is also the same um, draw yourself Tekken tag, right? I think so. I don't know. They haven't confirmed if that's living on or not. They might have scrapped that. I imagine it's the same. Hmm. I would be shocked if they don't include the draw yourself. I mean, they have Mario Mushrooms, so clearly they're customizing it for Wii U in some way. Yeah. Uh, we also got confirmation that Lego City lives on. It's now called Lego City Undercover. It's basically Grand Theft Auto with Lego characters. Traveler's Tales developing, and I believe. And a cheesy script, but... Yeah, well, all tr- we Lego games are like that. That's but uh, Travel's, Traveler's Tales is developing. They did all the Lego games, Indiana Jones, Star Wars, etc. Nintendo's publishing, and it'll be out this year as well. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't know it was going to be out this year. Huh. That's actually another launch title, then. It's a more kid-friendly one. I mean, uh, Iwata even tweeted he can see it being fun for dads and sons, whatever that means. So, <laughs> well, I guess it depends on the dad's age. Right, but, I mean, well, all the LEGO games have, like, two... Le- they're, like, Pixar movies, kind of, where they have the dual levels of entertainment. Like, yeah. the parents can be entertaining the kids. But, no, I mean, they had a Matrix reference in the trailer. The I Know Kung Fu thing. And the guy that looked like... Uh, Morpheus? Morpheus, that he was talking to. Um. Yeah. But no, it it, it, it looks, it looks kind of It's literally GTA in a Lego world. Um, there's also... Aliens. Yes, Aliens. Which weird. is still looking good. Yeah, Ali- well, we talked about the Al Ray mm-hmm. Aliens and how it's going to have the radar. There's, um, sorry, I'm losing my train of thought here. There's Scribblenauts Unlimited, exclusive to the Wii U. It's going to be an HD Scribblenauts with multiplayer for the first time. It'll explore the main character's background. It'll include... For action. some reason? Yeah, I didn't know anyone cared about the background of... I mean, don't get me wrong. The game... I have... The games are fun. It's yeah. cool that you can create anything, but... It's just like... I guess they needed something to flesh out besides the graphics. Because, I mean, when the game first came out with the first Scribblenauts, 
Like the moment you see the main character, it's like, okay, he's wearing a rooster head. Yeah, you just kind of roll with it. You yeah, it's like, okay, like, oh, it's one of those games where it's just like, all right, just like Super Meat Boy. Okay, I'm a lot of meat chasing after my girl. My girlfriend made of bandages from the evil Dr. Fetus. Right, you just, which, by the way, is absurd if you have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> well, basically, I thought it was like that. Like, okay, I'm just going to collect stars. And right. now they felt the need, like, okay, there's actually an actual story to it. All right. Let's see yeah, what they here, got. <laughs> so here's what they're changing for Scribblenauts Unlimited is you can still make all, you can still make things. And you can still have it have adjectives and whatnot. But you can now share these things with your friends online. Your creations you can post online somehow, and then they can download them. The game will be multiplayer. There's going to be an object library that lets you look at that lets you bring back previous creations. It's going to be uh, how it works with multiplayer. How it works with the gamepad controls is your creation tool you make your items on there you type the words on there using a stylus or your finger and then a it's second almost player, like they took the elements from freaky forms it's like freaky random. forms meets scribble nonsense and then the uh yeah I, I agree and then the uh multiplayer mode is another player can use a wiimote to take control of any object in the game at any time well so that's what it was when type jetpack the other character went and got it instead of whatever his name is maxwell yeah, yeah i think so but yeah, and, and they really are hyping the three uh, the HD graphics, and they're also making a version for handhelds. I believe the 3DS. It'd have to be the 3DS. Yeah, this is 3DS. Yeah, there, it's also coming to 3DS. So there's that to look forward to as well. Um, back to the main list here. There's the big one, which I'm purposely holding off on saying. Well, also before we get to that, Ninja Gaiden 3: Razor's Edge came out. Ninja Gaiden 3 came out for PS3 360. Got mixed reviews. They're making most, a Wii. Mostly on the bad side. Yeah, yeah. They got Wii... I was just being nice to it. Oh. They got uh, a Wii U version in the works, and now Tecmo Koei has teamed up with Nintendo, and Nintendo is publishing it, which is kind of surprising. And let me check their little release list here. I think we might have another game for holiday. Hang on. Where are? Where is it? Yeah, Ninja Gaiden 3 Razor's Edge this holiday. So here's what Nintendo has planned for this year. I'm just going to run through this super quick. Lego City Undercover, New Super Mario Bros. U... Ninja Gaiden 3, Nintendo Land, Sing, that's the, uh, that's the, uh, yeah. karaoke game. Wii U Panorama View, that's actually a thing, well, okay. <laughs> uh, Game & Wario, Pikmin 3, Project P100, which is the Platinum Games game, and Wii Fit U. Hmm. All of those are coming this year. I didn't realize there was that much this year. That's a lot. So, it's safe well, here's assume, the thing. Wait, what happened to Injustice? Is that next year, then? Well, that's not... I'm talking Nintendo. Injustice oh. is Warner Brothers. That's all Nintendo published. Oh, wow. Here's the thing. Of the games that are launch tiles, we have Game & Wario, Pikmin 3, Project One P100, and Wii Fit U. And that's the only thing listed as launch. Well, Everything you... else I just listed a minute ago is holiday. Launch and holiday can be separate. And Super... Did you say Super Mario U? That's holiday, not launch. Hmm. Which I'm starting to think. think I think that was launch. No, I'm I'm looking at their I'm looking at their oh. I have their press material right here. I'm starting to wonder, is the Wii U coming out before November? Do they really feel the need to separate these so distinctly? And and more to the point, do they really need eight launch titles <laughs> from one company? I'm one. I first of all, I guarantee some of these are getting delayed. Uh, Wii U Panorama View won't see light of day this year. I'm pretty sure. Project P100, as cool as it would be to have this year, might get delayed. Game & Wario, I'm sticking with my suspicion that will be out early next year. So that narrows it down, but still, that's a lot of games. Yeah. 
Wait, Nothing so, super, super, like, must-have. So Pikmin, that, I guess. So does Mario. this change your November 20 suspected release date? No, I, I don't know. If it comes out holiday, which is... When Nintendo's... Here's where it gets more confusing. Nintendo says Wii U comes out holiday. Half these games are called holiday. Half of them are called launch window. Those are the same thing if it comes out holiday, so... Well, they just said launch window was, like, the first two months or something like it's that. It's whatever Nintendo defines it as. Oh. It's tricky. Oh. The 3DS the so launch window was March... When it launched, up through June, when Zelda came out. Well, three yeah. months? Just so they could say Zelda was in the launch window. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, that's just to look at what could end up being a crazy lineup. But um, one game we haven't mentioned that will be con- that is confirmed for day one Wii U is Batman Arkham City Armored Edition. We kind of touched on it. It's a year-old game that they're really revamping to take advantage of the Wii U. Um, it's basically... The same game, but they gave Batman all new equipment. They have a new thing called the Bat... What was it? Bat... Move? Bat... Move? It's just Bat Mode. Bat Mode, where he basically goes into his crazy killing mode. It's like mode. Battle Armored Tech. Yeah, he goes not Probably. He goes into... <laughs> no, that is what it sounds for. Oh, okay. I thought you were just making that up. No. Because it sounds like something they'd make <laughs> But, um... Yeah, Apparently he, Catwoman has it, too. Yeah, Catwoman not and sure. Batman have it. It's this new thing. It comes with a Bat computer on his arm. They can use it any time, and that's the touch screen. It's a more streamlined Batman. It basically. is all the st- all the items, all the everything is done through the tab, the game pads, tablet, touchscreen thing. Uh, it looks cool. I, the interface looks really nice. Like they really played up the. It's a compu- back computer, so it like has you know Wayne Industries on it and everything. It's all like pixelated. Um, some items use it in really clever ways. There's hacking, obviously, because everything is hacking now. Uh, that's whatever. But there's the Batarang. Select it from your menu, hit send it out with your uh, you know normal control buttons, and then you control it by tilting the uh, tilting the tablet, and the batarang is on the touchscreen screen. You know it's displayed there on the Wii pad. Yeah, on the on the game pad as it makes its path, and all you see on the TV screen is Batman standing there. So it is kind of more like you are you know it's more like realistic where the it doesn't just follow it. You have it in a separate view because that's really how you would see it if you saw it at all. So that's neat. I did. I, I remember towards the end they were just like, the goal with this version of the game, they wanted to make you feel even more like Batman than yeah. they did in the first, well, I yeah. guess the first run the of first Arkham two. City. Yeah. And I think I think it does. They also have a cool detonation thing. You could plant bombs and then you have a view, basically the exact same, you have like a, some sort of heat map view and you can detonate each bomb just by tapping it or you can detonate them all by kind of swiping across the screen. So there, there's some cool stuff they're doing with it. Although the way Nintendo hyped it up, they made it seem like a brand new game. Which is kind of weird, since as we said earlier, a lot of people have already played it. But yeah. either way, very cool. Uh, WB seems to be a big supporter of Wii U. I mean, Batman and Scribblenauts plus Injustice next year. So, yeah. thank you, WB. <laughs> um, now, what's funny is WB's a big supporter. Ubisoft's a big supporter. There are some very noticeable names missing from the list of third-party supporters. Now, granted, all that Nintendo has listed is games for this year. But there is nothing from Activision. There is nothing from Capcom. Sega has Aliens and Sonic uh, and All-Stars Racing Transformed, which we speculated would actually be on Wii U, and it is. THQ has Darksiders 2, already announced. Uh, EA has Mass Factory, as we mentioned. D3 Publisher has two licensed games and a party game. 2K Sports just has NBA 2K13. Pretty much stops there. We've talked about, I think, every game that's on this list. That's a... That's weird. That I was just able to say every game that was on the list in this podcast. Like, unless I read off the list, that shouldn't be the thing. Like, when the 3DS came out, they're like, we have over 100 games of development, da 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 
I'm yeah, looking that's at everything. Not even games we were like hinted at or like, oh, expect this. Well, besides Zelda, I mean, they said there's a Zelda. I'm looking at roughly, I want to say like 30 games, 35 games here, and it's missing. Like, like you were saying, there's a lot that's not on here. There's no EA. There's no EA Sports. No Madden, which is shocking. Everyone no, no Call of Duty. No. no Call of Duty from Activision. Well, but there are rumors Activision wasn't really supporting no you. No, um, here's what's because weird. I think no it, Battlefield. it really needs the Call of Duty or Battlefield. Here's what's that. weird. Last year at E3, John Riccatello, I think is his name, president of EA, got up on stage and was like, yeah, we're going to bring stuff like Battlefield to the Wii U and Mass Effect. I don't no. see Battlefield. I see Mass Effect. Thank we, you. But it's weird I wasn't expecting Mass Effect. But I was expecting Battlefield before Mass Effect. Yeah, especially because they showed video. No, they didn't. They, they just showed had the, the they, logo they, last they had the year. Banner, yeah. yeah, and the thing I find weird, maybe they're doing Battlefield 4 for... Um, Wii U, but the thing I find the weirdest about that... Oh, I forgot well, one game. I forgot one game Warfighter? from the list. Wouldn't that be Battle Medal of Honor? War... No, they're Oh, the Medal of Honor, never mind. One, one game I forgot on the list. It's from Maximum Games. It's called Jet... Taffin? Taffin? I have no idea what it is. No. But <laughs> it's some random game, clearly. But uh, it's weird that there's no, like, actors, no Capcom, no... I mean, there's a lot of game companies on yeah, there. No, no 2K 6. Play. 2K Play, the, uh, the, the casual game division of... Of 2K games, Carvel Games was huge on Wii. I'm shocked they're not doing Carvel Games U. Hmm. Crap, now I'm probably everything U. <laughs> but, but no, it's like it's, Carnival U. Once again, this is U Carnival. Once again, this is only for this year. It seems so that might be why. And it is a solid lineup. Every game on here will be out by the end of the year, supposedly. So we're gonna get everything from Assassin's Creed to Just Dance to Batman to I, I mean we've gone through this. It, it it Mass Effect Three. It is a pretty good list. It's just weird that there's nothing else. That's all. I know. E3 is supposed to be all about those promises for future. like two years from now or Let's something. put it this way. This is the first time I've ever, like, we've ever been to an E3 where everything is coming out really soon. Yeah, let's put it this way. Nintendo covered three 3DS games during the press conference. They're doing, as I mentioned way earlier in the podcast, they're doing a special conference tomorrow evening, 6 p.m. Pacific time, streaming at E3.Nintendo.com. I, I'm definitely checking it out. Uh, I assume you are too. Most likely. Yeah, it, uh, here's what they showed at their real press conference saying expect more tomorrow. New Super Mario Bros. 2 already announced. Paper Mario Sticker Star already announced but now with new name and new gameplay features. Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon already announced but with new name and new features. That's it. No new 3DS games that we didn't know about. Animal Crossing wasn't even mentioned I just realized. Hmm. It's weird. I love it. It's really weird. Nintendo's keeping things very close to the chest. Seems like they're only revealing things that they really feel comfortable revealing. Although tomorrow they might announced some new 3DS games. But the thing about the three I just listed, those were all announced at E3 2011. And they're still at E3. Like, Nintendo, there's no reason to be afraid of announcing things that won't be out for over a year. Anything that gets people hyped is worth mentioning. Could be Wait, Mario really. wasn't E3. That wasn't that, like... Oh, no, New Super, you're right. New Super Mario Bros. 2 was more recent. It was at a Nintendo investor meeting. Mm-hmm. A Nintendo Direct, I mean. Actually, the one in April. Yeah. But uh, Paper Mario and Luigi's Mansion were most definitely at E3. So, yeah, there's no reason they can't announce things and just show, like, 10 seconds of gameplay. Just to, like, wet people's appetites, but whatever. Um, I'm hoping tomorrow we'll see at least more 3DS stuff. Hopefully. Hopefully something uh, tonight. Huh? Well, not 3DS tonight. Tomorrow well, there's today. the Miiverse tonight. Yeah. Or around the time you're listening to this, perhaps. Or but after. Maybe you already heard it. Maybe this is another issue where we're, like, we're talking about things you know about. But I, I don't know. Uh, we do know, though, that the eShop for Wii U, as I mentioned for day one with... Uh, trying to, as well as a few other games. It's an amazing looking game, graphically called Chasing Aurora from an, Austri- an Austrian developer named Broken Rules. And it's this physics-based flight game, which is, you know, well, not that huge of a deal. 
but it, the entire game is vector and pixel art. It looks really cool. And it has single-player and multiplayer modes, some of which, yes, are going to be asymmetric. Hmm. So um, we provide a link to the trailer in the corresponding post for this podcast. Definitely take a look. It's a very sleek-looking game. And that's not all we're getting for Wii, uh, for Wii, Wii, for Wii U eShop this year. There's also going to be uh, Runner 2 from Gaging, Gaging Games, Gaging Games, which is, uh, they're the guys that did BitTrip Runner. So I think this is the BitTrip Runner sequel, I'm pretty sure. And then uh, Nicholas, the, they make all sorts of DSiWare and WiiWare. They're coming out with a game, two games, one game, one game, two name. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, sorry, I just got totally messed up my head. Okay. Nicholas, they did Cave Story. They did... What else did they do? They did V6, V... v, 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 v Five Vs, I think. Five Vs, whatever. They're doing uh, that 1001 Spikes game that we mentioned a few episodes ago. It is coming to Wii U eShop this year with a new name of Aben... Aben? A-B-A-N? I guess that'd be Aben. Aben. <laughs> Aben Hawking, Hawkins and the 1001 Spikes. So that still exists. And then there's something called Cloudberry Kingdom from Pawnee Studios. We know nothing about it. But yeah, those are all confirmed third-party eShop this year. And I'm sure Nintendo, leading up to launch, will announce their own first party. So, eShop is actually at launch. They learned from the 3DS. That's very reassuring. I'm not saying that sarcastically. Yeah, that took way too long to get the whole eShop running. Yeah. Or I just remember just the fact that we didn't even have a browser, even though we don't use it that much, just the fact we didn't have it. Mm-hmm. Clicking there, like, oh, coming soon. Right, yeah, they're doing this all day one. You'll have the browser. That's another thing is Nintendo talked about the browser during Nintendo Direct on Sunday. And the browser's primarily on the... This is great. Browser's primarily on the touch screen, but if you want to show it on the TV screen... You just press a button, curtains appear on the TV screen, and the curtains open, and there's your web page. Imagine what sort of pranks you can oh, yeah, pull on people oh, yeah, with the power of... Yeah, because they want to be entertaining if it's on the TV screen. They, that, see, that's the part where it's alone together. If you're doing something on your tablet... This goes way back to the beginning of the episode. Nintendo's argument is, if you're doing something on the tablet with alone, you know, alone together with all your family in the room, and you... What should there should be nothing that stops you from going? Hey guys, look at the TV. Have the curtains open and have whatever disgusting internet meme or seedy thing from the underbelly of the internet appears appear in front of your family. That that's the power of Nintendo. <laughs> you can have who knows what on that screen. <laughs> yeah, they definitely opened up the options there. They sure did. Anyway, um, that actually wraps it up for news involving Nintendo specifically. But there is one thing I think we should talk about, and this is actually from yesterday from Microsoft's press conference. Xbox Smart Glass. Smart. The second it was announced, have you? do you know much about this? I know of it. I have not seen what it looks like because I think it's just whatever tablet you have, right? Yep. The second they announced this thing, Smart Glass, everyone went, oh, Wii U killer. And I respectfully disagree with that's what all people of them. said when the vita first said yeah. it could do the whole well it's the same here's the thing it's the same problem any device that has a multi-screen interface or a multi-screen option is now going to be compared to the wii u or the wii u will be compared to it problem is in all those cases vita smart class which we'll detail in a minute uh all that stuff it's not built in it's an option as such it can't be, provide the same amount of depth the same amount of uh integration the same amount of the same results yeah. it could do its own cool stuff vita ps3 reminds me a lot of how uh gba gamecube or ds Wii interacted and that those are cool things i really like four swords i thought that was a very cool way of connecting the systems same with uh final fantasy crystal chronicles for with oh GameCube yeah those, actually, did you those are cool and vita can do that easily definitely but 
to be able to do quite what... And even Vita, on some level, can do what the Wii U can do because it has the buttons on the controller. Yeah. On the Vita. But it's not as integrated. It's not as tightly integrated, so it's not going to work the same way. Yeah, like, I don't think a developer can ever really, like... I guess... You can't expect- Program things in advance. I mean, it, it always has to be an afterthought. Yeah. Just because, I mean, you don't know if they're actually going to use it because you're not being forced to use it. Right. It's always more convenient to use the controllers, but with the Wii U... I mean, they're shoving it in your face. Exactly. You're for, and if, if you don't want the touchscreen, because you just want a standard HD Nintendo console, and you just want to use the buttons, the touchscreen's there when it's needed. Yeah. Like, but, it's not like... But it's like reverse. Like, it's in the, this one, the, exactly. the controls are the afterthought, and the exactly. controls, exactly. well, at least we hope, are right. come first. Right. But yeah, so with Smart Glass, it's even one step further removed from even what Vita PS3 does, in that it's a app that lets you connect to your Xbox using your tablet your pc your iphone your android phone pretty much it's gonna support every windows phone obviously it's gonna support pretty much everything and how it works is if you're watching a movie it'll pull up info on the movie and you can switch from the tv to your phone and keep watching on your phone if it's a, you know if it's a if it's music you can be listening as you walk in the door and then kind of shoot it over to your tv and finish on tv all that's like okay that's just that's just normal you know convergence that's not really a wii u thing but then Microsoft said it also works with games. So, for example, Halo, they were showing that the Waypoint interface, that's the uh, basically the online hub for Halo. You can have that on the tablet while you're playing on the game, and you can answer friend requests on the tablet or set up online matches on the tablet, and it'll immediately push you to those matches in the main game on your TV. Or like, uh, they showed Game of Thrones, which I know is a TV show, but it's a little more interactive, um, in that you're watching Game of Thrones, and then the tablet... Or your smartphone will show a map of the world of Game of Thrones and show you where they are on that map. That's weird. That's it's kind of cool. cool, though, if you're into the mythology of Game of Thrones. Um, it's that sort of thing. The thing is, because it's not a controller, or in Madden, actually Madden's a big one, they show. Set up all your plays, do all that on your tablet, and then execute the plays, either using the touch, you know, touch swipes on your tablet or just pick up the controller. thing with all those, less so a little with Madden, but definitely with... Halo Waypoint, and definitely with how it's just used in general, it's not a controller, it's an accessory to the controller. It, in my mind, based on what I've, and based on what I've been reading. I've been reading a bunch of impressions because, you know, just get a feel for the thing, and it seems like it's more of an accessory to your already existing Xbox setup than any replacement for any part of it. So, for example, if you're using Halo, Halo Way, Waypoint, you're still sitting there with your Xbox controller playing. Then you have to lean over and grab the tablet and do your thing. That's no big deal. You can just reach, whatever. But if it's not that integrated all-in-one, it's two devices instead of one. The sticks aren't on your tablet, and the buttons aren't on your tablet. They're on your controller. So it's two separate devices. It's not going to be as core, as heavily integrated. So it goes back to what we were saying, where the integration just won't be the same level. Is it interesting? Definitely. Is it a very smart way for Microsoft to tackle, say, Apple's ecosystem? Totally, in my mind. But... Yeah. The whole yeah, it, it really ri- it really rivals AirPlay, which is you know you can broadcast anything to any Apple receiving yeah, device. It almost like rewards all those reward- non Apple, and even better is it works with Apple. You can use your iPhone. It yeah. won't let you stream movies on the go, most likely, but you can definitely have the corresponding info. Another thing, if you're watching something on your TV using Xbox or whatever, it will have info about that show on your tablet. It'll have like the cast listings. It'll have like plot summaries, all sorts of mm. stuff like IMDb level stuff automatically. So that's cool. But, um, yeah, it's more of a companion piece for your Xbox. It's not a replacement of the controller, so I don't see how it can directly rival Wii U. That's just my take. I agree. And my little soapbox. 
No, yep. It's interesting that, I mean, well, yeah, Sony it, didn't even announce anything remotely close to that. No, and even Xbox, when they announced it, it was like, it was weird because just looking at the other guys' press conferences for a minute, Sony was like, here, Sony did something similar to Nintendo. They didn't really have any surprise games that I could think of. That's true. Everything was known about, I mean, mostly. God of War was God of War. God of War was known we about. Last of Us wasn't known about. Well, well no, Last of Us was always known. Oh, yeah, but was, his first gameplay, though. Yeah, yeah Which is, you could argue the same well, thing. Well, I guess regard. the first kind of surprise, like, when you, um, I forgot the name of the people, but the people that worked on Heavy Rain, like, they finally showed Beyond. Right, 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 right. So there were surprises. But, honestly, it wasn't much different than Nintendo in that regard. And Microsoft, most people said they didn't focus on games enough from what I was reading. They, they focused a lot on... Xbox Smart App, or Smart Glass, sorry, and just kind of left it at that. Well, I mean, didn't they say that that is what they were going to do, essentially? Yeah, no. Well, they said there was long rumors that they were going to be more multimedia-oriented, but at a thing like E3, it makes sense to focus on Xbox, and even even Kinect. Like, the only things they really showed, from my understanding, were uh, voice integration with Kinect, and how you can use voice in hardcore games. And, of course, Dance Central 3. Usher came on stage and danced around. Oh, wow. Yes. But, um, Usher. But, yeah. So, I don't know. That's, that was just a quick assessment. It seems like overall a lot of the hardcore gamers, like I was just reading NeoGAF earlier, and a lot of hardcore gamers are pretty disappointed with this E3 overall, simply because all the press, conference were kind of, press conferences were not as great as they could have been. Yeah, just no surprises. Yeah. Which is which I'm still kind of shocked about, because Nintendo had such a great opportunity. When they launched the Wii in 06, they went all out. This, by comparison, eh, not so much. But, the thing is, we're only on day one officially of E3. There's still Wednesday and Thursday. There's still a... That's true, it's not There's over still yet. a developer roundtable about the Wii U and Miiverse tonight at 11.30 Pacific Time, p.m. There is the E3... Sorry, the 3DS E3 showcase, software showcase, whatever you want to call it, tomorrow at 6 p.m., uh, live-streamed on town's website. And, of course, there's going to be a ton of other little news stories in between then, new revelations about things... And we are going to have all of it for you on Sunday, this coming Sunday. We usually do a week, an episode every other week. We're doing one this Sunday abnormally, specifically for E3. So until then, I guess, that pretty much wraps it up. Thanks for listening. Um, we want to hear what you have to think of all of the news today, because there's a lot of it, good or bad. You know, regardless of what you had expectations going in, there was a lot of news, just maybe not what you wanted to hear. But what did you like hearing? What did you wish you heard? Let us know in the comments. Um, we really want to know what you think because, honestly, we, 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 we could be living in our own bubble and we won't know the difference. So it's nice to have other opinions and to keep us straight so we don't sound too much like fanboys. So yeah, <laughs> definitely let us know. We're very interested in hearing what you think. Uh, episode 16 of the Ramtown Podcast, E3 2012 Blowout is where you can go do that at ramtown.com. Or as always, I'm JSR7 on Twitter. And I'm Wero. And you can just tweet us I mean, we were we were going Twitter crazy this morning. If you want like real time reactions to all the E three news, just go look through our feeds. It's actually it's actually kind of interesting because like we were you could tell that we were expecting things to go slightly differently than they did. Like we we're like, oh, there'll be more, and then there wasn't. And yeah, so um, yeah, until Sunday, uh, enjoy all the E three news, and we will see you guys then. Bye.